Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
you can shove your bank holiday right up your jacksie. Yeah, that's right. We're opening with a song from The Who Live in 1989. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. My name is Ian Lee. Who the hell are you, lady, and how long is the delay today? Hello, I'm Carol Baskin. Four seconds. Four it's seconds. really That's long. That's the delay we're working on. <laughs> That's the delay. That's the delay that we are working on. And I left a pause in there. Thank God you didn't feel it. Mustn't stop talking till I finished. I have nothing to add. Okay, well, that's finished. If there's a gap, you grab it. That means, if there's a gap, that means I have made a mistake as a professional broadcaster and I've left a space for you to crawl inside. And yeah, that's right. I said crawl inside because you're a slug, you're a maggot, you're a worm. 03444991000. I hadn't stopped. Okay. And then you have to say something a little bit more than that. Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to ask Catherine to connect again because that delay is like way beyond. So if we can put Catherine's fader down, uh, Sam, and uh, if we can just cut her off and make a half-hearted, I'm going to say a half-hearted, loose attempt to try and reconnect her. She doesn't reconnect. She doesn't reconnect. What am I going to tell you? Um, it's bank holiday. I forgot it was bank holiday. We never really get many phone calls, but let's just let's just see what happens. Let's take some calls straight to where line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, hello, line one. Hello there, my name is John King, I'm phoning from Newcastle, I'm listening to your great show, as I always do, I'm in bed. I bet, I bet you're not, I bet you're and listening I've to James' show, but carry on. listening to that fantastic song, I didn't catch the name by the young man whose father's producing him, brilliant song. Uh, that was that was the show before us, I'm afraid, John. That wasn't that, as, as I suspected. Um, gosh, I didn't realise oh, the delay was ten I've minutes. Missed that it, was, have I missed the program? You, Sorry, you've missed. That's okay, John. You missed it. That was James Whale's show. I wasn't listening because, if I'm honest, the cat, <laughs> um, one of my cats, has has uh, taken a very important bolt that I need well, for told, a microphone. I'm sorry. I beg, I do beg your pardon, and, sir. Sorry. That's all right. But that, you know one thing, though. Pass it on to you guys. I'm just speaking I, I to won't. you personally then. That I won't I won't pass it on. That young man whose father oh, produces him. Oh! Hello? Carry on, John. I didn't catch it. I didn't catch the uh, the young man's name, but it was a superb song. And all I phoned up for, I just speak to you personally, math sir, right? Math sir, math sir. So yes, much like what the uh, the cosmic rough riders are doing now. So much like okay. the Beach Boys did. With with respect, the... with respect, with respect, with respect. You're talking to me about a guest that was on another show that I didn't listen to because I was trying to find a nut that one of my um, uh, cats has knocked oh, away. I'm, I'm sorry, and really, I'm didn't, sorry sound, didn't sound. 
didn't sound anything like the Beach Boys, if I'm completely honest. It sounded like a very watered-down um, XTC. But did you like the song oh, that well, I played uh, at the start of the You know, XTC one of my favourite bands. But I just got that nice co- cosmic Rough Riders feel Ooh. in Tamra, uh, you know, the Impala, yes. Tamra Impala. Just say yes and thank you very much. Yes, thank uh, you very but, much. I'm three, sorry four, four. to bother that's okay, that's okay. He called me math, sir, and I like that. Kath, I'm going to um, finish. Uh, when I say speak, I want you to speak, and I'm going to count the delay. Speak. Okay. Yes, hello, I'm on the microphone now. We're down to, we're down to two and a half seconds. That! Oh, really? That I can work with. I can work with two and a half second delay. I can work with that because, hey, man, when I was, a, when I was stoned, uh, that's what I was dealing with all the bloody time. You know what I mean, man? Woo, yeah, let's get high. I um, have um, been using so much Tiger Balm over the weekend that it has no effect on me. And and like a a heroin addict who initially shoots up in the arms, then the legs, then in between the toes, I've I've followed that trajectory. And now Tiger Balm only has an effect if I put it on my genitals. So that's where I am. A productive weekend then what's been the highlight of your day because the highlight of mine is is um really poor <laughs> what's been the highlight uh, of your day oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand kath you go first listening to you shriek at that fella <laughs> okay the <laughs> highlight of my day was i've been to i've been back to bed twice today and the highlight was the second time i was in bed and i was just kind of i, I t- twisted my legs a bit and i thought oh I'm in a very similar position to the position I would be in at the end of a session with an osteopath. I wonder if with a little bit of manipulation, can I click my own spine? So with one arm, I grabbed the bedside table and pulled my upper body part to the left with the other arm i push my knees down to the right and my god sing hosannas hallelujah a crack ran out all through aylesbury uh, a ricocheting up my spine that was the highlight of my day i cracked my own back flipping it man yeah i hear you i'm bored out of my mind i am bored out of my mind I'm so bored out of my mind. I got nothing that I want to do. I started watching stand-up specials on Netflix. And then I realized I hate stand-up. So I went back to bed (laughs) twice today. Then I sat up and listened to some music. Compotted around on the internet. God, please let this and uh, let's go to he was only banned for a week for being a bell let's go to alan i would like to gracefully apologize to you to Catherine, and the talk radio lessons for my conduct last if, wednesday if only you knew what you were apologizing for but bam and our glorious leader mr boris johnson wasn't quite the thing. Anyway, let's not dwell on that, you um, uh, right-wing scumbag. Uh, what have you got for us tonight, Alan? I want to say, I want to talk about Tim Taylor. Oh, 
Tim Brooke Taylor. We're gonna see. We're gonna see a lot of these. Tim Brooke Taylor from one of the goodies, of course, passed away at the weekend. Didn't get a mention. And me and my girl. On any of the, uh, didn't get a mention on. Well, we'll talk about you and your girlfriend dying as well in a minute. But Tim Brooke Taylor didn't get a mention on any of the major news outlets. It was all Sterling Moss. Now, of course, Sterling Moss, of course, should have been acknowledged. But what would it would it have hurt really to put Tim Brooke Taylor in there? The goodies, the Monty Python for kids. No, of course not. That man was a legend. We tried to get him on the show once, and I don't think it happened for whatever reason. Um, and he passed away, and it's all because of this crappy virus that's going around, and we're going to see a bit more of that, I'm afraid. Very, very sad. And it seemed ironic that he was on ITV on one of his films that was on the same day. Charlie, I don't know if that's... I, I don't know if that's irony. I think that's uh, coincidence. Had he been on a show... Uh, a movie called I Can Be a Virus uh, the same day. That might have been, I guess that will be closer to irony, but no, he was in He was in Willy Wonka. Who was he the dad of in Willy Wonka? No, he played the professor that tried to use the computer to cheat to try and find the golden uh, ticket. Ah, uh, yes, that's who he was. It's Roy Kinnear was the, do- the dad of Veruca Violet Salt. Beauregard. No, Veruca, Veruca Salt. Salt. There we go. I, I, I have seen that film. The, of course, the only thing I remember from that film is the terrifying bit where you see a chicken, have, chicken having its head chopped off. But, no, I thought that was the golden eggs. No, when they go on that spooky boat at the end. Yeah, yeah, that bit I remember flipping horrible. Where you want to say, stop the boat. Okay. Thanks, Alan. 0344 1000 is the telephone number. Be quick on those faders today, Sam, because my tolerance level... <laughs> I've just been called out for being a transphobe online, and I'm thinking, dear... Oh, don't you support the LGBT community? If only you knew. 0344 1000 What has been the highlight of your day? Kath's was hearing me scream. Mine was clicking my back. I mean, the standards that, that we've, we've set the bar... Very, very low. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Ben. Happy, happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you both, too. First time caller. Are you a a long-time listener? I'm a long-time listener. About two Ring years. Bell, Ring that bell. Thank you very much. Oh, yes. Right. right. Uh, I've got a wah for you. I know it was last week's thing, but I've, I've uh, found a wah over the weekend. Uh, to, for, to be honest, Ben, time has become so elastic during this lockdown. It feels to me like we're on the same show as wah poker. So <laughs> I, it, it might have been 20 minutes ago. It might have been 20 years ago. Who knows? Let's have it. Right, well, the song um, by Dion and the Belmonts, um, I Wonder Why, I think it's called, about 58 oh. seconds in there, there's about oh, he's got four the time of them. In. Uh, I know exactly where you're going. Uh, uh, 58 seconds. By the way, that really, really helps us on War Poker if you know the exact timing. Is it called Runaway, of, that song? Uh, no, no, it's, it's called I wonder. I wonder Why, I think it is. Here we go. We're going to go to 58 seconds. Here we go. We're going to get. In fact, we're going to go to 48 seconds. We get a nice little run up. Here we go. (laughs) 
Thank you very much indeed. That's Ben. It's your first call, but boy, oh boy, you really waited until you had the goods, the material, indeed, the moolah, to pay your way to the top of the table. Congratulations, Ben. Thanks a lot, Ian. Thanks very much. Um, proud of myself. Peace. Wash, care, have you got anything sir. else before I give you a, a message of hope? No, no, that's all I wanted to ring for. Wash your hands, stay at home, um, and please, for the love of everything that's holy, Ben, don't get ill. Do you understand me, my friend? I'm listening, I'm listening. All the best to you all. What? To my what? Ta-da. Oh, did he say you all? I thought he said to it's your. That, to that your confused all. me. Thank you. Well, it's none of his business. Uh, let's go to, uh, he's, uh, uh, Sean. Good evening, Sean. Hello, Ian. Yeah? Uh, it was very, very funny when you were arguing about the vaping, you remember? When I did the with, what with the whom now? When you were arguing about the vaping and it was funny. Um, yes, it was funny. It was good. <laughs> it was good and it was funny. How are you doing, Sean? Fine. Good, man. Good. How are you finding lockdown? Are you obeying the rules and not leaving your house? I'm not leaving my house. Good, good, good. What What has been the highlight of your day? Catherine's was hearing me scream and mine was clicking my back. Very low standards. What's been the highlight of your day? Uh, highlight, uh, highlight of the day. Mm. A highlight... I had it the day was when I was playing football. Beautiful. Sean, thank you very much indeed. Stay safe, stay indoors, wash your hands. Crying out loud. Catherine, stay safe, stay indoors, wash your hands. That's my mantra. Um, Keep your hands off your face. Has, the hand washing has slowed down a bit because I'm not going out. So if you don't, I, unless COVID-19 is somewhere breeding in my house. I, I, I wash them when, we, when I get a letter. I wash the letter, I wipe the letter down with a disinfectant wipe and then, or a package, and then I get it out and I read it and I might throw it in the bin. I wipe, if it's an item from um, Amazon, then I will wipe the item down and then I wash my hands and then I wash the bit of the kitchen table where the thing has been and this is what we've become in 2020. I can't take it anymore. A little bit stir crazy. Yeah, me too. This delay is this delay is is, is redonkulous. So what I'm going to do? Let me is, go and Catherine, come back again. We, no, no, no. I think it might be me. I think it might be me. So I'm going to go okay. and come back again. Catherine, do you do you have a pen and paper? Or can you remember oh, names? Well, can you remember yeah. two names? All right. Remember the names yeah. Dean and Sonia. Dean and yeah. Sonia. What names have you got oh. to remember? Dean and Sonia. Sam, cut me off. I'm good. And just like that, he was gone. Now, I take it that while he's gone, I've got to speak to either Dean or Sonia. So, let's go, Sonia. Hey, Sonia. Hi, Catherine. How are you? How are you doing? Bored. I'm really bored. Oh, really God. bored. I'm worse than you know, bored. To the point... Oh, man. I... Bored to the point of feeling um, frustrated today. And yesterday, awful. Awful. What do we do well, about I live it? A li I live a life like that, Catherine. I'm 81. Oh, I'm young 81, 
that um, I put so much weight on, not just with this corona thing, but because I just keep myself isolated. I moved mm. down to Bushy uh, six years ago, and uh, I, I don't really, really go out at all. So it's, it was nice for me in a way. But yeah. I want to know, it's not possible for me to catch it from my... I had carers coming. I'm, I've got a bad leg, and I've got fibromyalgia, right. which he knows about because a friend of his has got it, apparently. And um, I can't catch it from just being in, and I have a cleaner come. You know, I can't catch it from that, can I? Right. When So is the cleaner still coming? Yeah, she's very good because mm. she works for herself. She's Romanian, lived here a long time, and the people right. have told her not to come. But yeah. I still want her. I need her. Yeah. Is she um, wearing gloves? She wears gloves, and she wears a mask like I've got from one of the carers. There are bits of paper, right. really. <clears throat> may I? May okay. I just? May I chip in here? Please Sorry. do. Hi. Hi, Ian. Hiya. Cancel your cleaner. Why? Because it's not safe. I'm not. You're I'm not saying this. Me. I'm not saying this to worry you. I'm not saying this to scare you. The chances of you getting it uh, are very, very slim. But having someone come into your house is, is not safe. And I would cancel it just for the next few weeks. I would cancel it. But I can't cope without her because she goes shopping for me. Well, then, is there a way? Is there a way? Well, uh, well, if you can't cope, you can't cope, and then you'll have to have her in. But yes, having her come in will present a slight increase in risk of it of the virus entering your home. Really? And I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm not. I'm. I'm no. being. Um, I'm, I'm being completely honest, and uh, the chances mm. are slim. But but having someone come into your house, like like I just said, Sonia, if I get a letter or a parcel, I'm wiping the parcel down before I open it, and then I'm wiping the thing down that is in uh, the parcel. Um, I would suggest you cancel it and see if there's any way that she could leave the shopping on your doorstep. And you then collect the shopping and then wipe it down. Yeah, well, she collects it and puts it away for me. Because I've got this disability. Here's the, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I cannot... It, this virus is really lousy, right? Oh. And what makes it... What makes it... And, and I'm, try, I'm, I'm choosing this carefully because I don't want to panic you, right? This is no, I'm panicking panic. anyway. We, I don't worry. I know you are. All right, in that case. Boo! No. Uh, it, it, this, this, what makes this virus so different from the flu and from swine flu and SARS and all the other things mm. we've had is it's um, how easy it is to transmit and how well it survives on surfaces. And at the moment, the current thinking is, if I coughed into my hand and I had it, and then I touched the table that, with the hand I just coughed in, the germs would live on that table for three days. That's the really? thinking at the yeah, that's the thinking at the moment. That table would become a risk for about three days. And so she may be wearing a mask, she may be doing all of these wonderful, wonderful things that are that are, you know, putting as many barriers in as possible. Yeah. But even if she's got the bus and the person who sat in the seat before her had it she I might carry it and she might then put it on your margarine you know your tub of margarine and it it really is you are increasing the risk really yeah 
Yeah. Well, thank you very much for that information. The other thing is, last week, I couldn't get hold of you because I was in a bad state. You know you say you wake up with a knot in your stomach? Yep. Well, I get that knot and it turns into uh, anxiety and I think, oh my God, I'm in a terrible state. And I reach for diazepam that I'm not addicted to. I have had them for 40 years. I'm yes. definitely not addicted, oh, but no. they do help. Now, why won't my doctor give me more than I normally have? Because, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> um, because you I mentioned, don't... sorry, you mentioned last week about you got something from not eBay. What was the word you said? I got some Viagra from a hooky Chinese website. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, it wasn't no? that, no. I did, but no. I don't think you need it anyway. Um, no, it's something you said, not eBay. You got it from the internet. You got something you mentioned. I don't remember. I don't remember. But but I t no, don't buy drugs from the internet because you don't know no. if they're real or not. No, no, no. Don't buy drugs from the internet because you don't know if they're real or not. Um, I don't know that particular drug that you're referring to, but I would imagine that if you had too many in the house if you it, there are a lot of those drugs that end in pams little pans that if you take like a couple more than you should you start to forget how many you've taken and you think oh i've only had two when actually you might have had six so you go oh i can have another two more and that goes on and on and and people die that way this is I a know. jolly phone call song you have told you two ways so that you might possibly sorry. die i'm so sorry at least you make my me feel happy and hear your lovely voice you need to speak to your wonderful granddaughter who messaged me a few weeks ago, or someone, Probably, yeah. and you need to find, a, there will be a local, and I don't know what it is, and I, I, I can't find it, but she will be able to, because it'll probably take a little bit of digging around on the internet. Yeah. She will be able to find you a service in your area that goes and picks up shopping for people. All right, right, yeah. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to do something like that. Okay, I, I yeah. really would suggest let the let the house go dusty for a couple of months. Let it go dusty for a I'm couple of months. I'm very untidy. Very very. Don't, untidy. They don't matter. I'm most of the time. Dirty cow. Sorry. I am. I am. Yes. yes. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I have to I have to push myself to shower. Okay. All right. And I don't uh, like it. Sonia, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Okay, everyone who's calling me out because I said germs, COVID COVID nineteen is what germs? COVID nineteen is virus, not germs. Get stuffed. What is this? Pick up, pick on the hero. I saved two guys' lives. You want to pick on me now? I'll give you a fight. Oh, I'll give you a fight like nobody's business. Trust me. I sound upbeat and chipper, but oh, the highlight of my day was clicking my back. Catherine, I'm going to say speak when I say speak. I want you to speak. I'm going to count the delay. Speak. One, two, three seconds. Three seconds. All four, right, it's 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 five. worse. Okay, we're in. No, we're, you're we're, joking. We're, it's three seconds. We're in trouble. We, uh oh, we're in trouble. Someone's come along and it's burst my bubble. I'm gonna go and come back. <laughs> Basically, guys, what's happening is Catherine and I have both become addicted to cocaine and we can't do more than five minutes of broadcasting without nipping off to the bogs for a cheeky line. That's right, isn't it, Kath? God, no, no. I've got no excuse. I'm just, I'm just bored. Right, I'm going to go and come back. Let's go to Rena. Good evening. Rena, Tina Arena, in the arena. Oh, very funny. You're very quick. You're very Thank quick. Thank you. Very, it was my funniest line ever. Tina Arena in the arena. Arena. Oh. Yes, ar yes. Yes. No, I guess that lady you were speaking to just there. Um, I have my carers come in three days a week. Yep. I've got a bad arthritis in my spine and I'm practically immobile. But they don't wear masks. They don't masks. 
And I'm just wondering, would I be better suspending the carers? But then I worry about how am I going to cope? What, what can I, without being too personal, Rena, and bearing in mind, listen, I ain't a doctor and I'm not a counsellor or anything like that, so I can only kind of give you my advice. What, what my, my personal opinion, what are the carers doing for you when they come in? Well, they help me shower, they change my bed, they put my washing on, hang it up, uh, because with the state my back's in, I just can't do these things. Yeah. And I did wonder, I have a daughter, and we were discussing it and wondering if Jackie moved in with me, but it's only the one person. Would that, that be a better idea that than would be better. That would be significantly, significantly better. Listen, if people need carers, right, to go in and feed them and change them and help them, get, you know, do all those stuff... Don't cancel your carers. I'm not telling anyone to cancel your carers. If you can't cope without people coming in to help, and when I say cope, I mean, you know, be hygienic and be well fed and be clean, right? If yeah. you can't cope, if you can't cope without the carers coming in, then you need to have people coming in. All right. Yes, the risk is increased slightly, but I bet the carers will be doing everything they can. However, Rena, if you can get rid of the carers and your daughter can and is willing to move in for a few weeks, then that will significantly lower your your risk. Yeah, and but which well, just like the carers, because obviously I'm not the only help when they come to. Nope. But would my daughter be able still to go out and get my little bit of shopping and things yeah. like that? Yeah, of course she would, as long as when she came in, she, not everyone's doing this, I am choosing to do this because I think this is sensible, but some people are kind of laughed at me for doing it, but uh, what I would suggest is when she comes in, she washes down the bag, I throw, I throw the plastic bags away now when I've been shopping, she wipes down the stuff with a, just, you know, with a disinfectant wipe, antiseptic wipe, before putting it in the fridge and in the cupboards, and yeah, then she well, washes her hand, as long as she washes her hand and washes everything she brings into the house, then you're fine. Yeah, well, she actually she, she is getting me a mother's bits of shopping. Yeah. And, and what she is doing, I stay in my bedroom. She goes into the kitchen and then washes down all the stuff that she's bought for me before she puts it away. Anyway, she's doing that. But I thought okay. maybe just having her staying so that it's one person because the, three, the, the days that the carers come in, it's not like the same carer every day. Yeah. It's different carers, so obviously they've been going around a whole lot of different houses. Yeah, yeah. It's um, Listen, odds are you're going to be all right, right? Because yeah. I'm sure these carers are excellent. I'm sure they've got hand gels and they're washing their hands and they're doing everything that they can. But it's a oh, simple yeah, fact. Yeah. The less people you have coming in and out of your home, the less chance there is of yeah. it being brought in into the home. It's just simple, simple maths. Rena, listen, let us know how it goes. 0344 499 um, I'm happy to, to do this if this is what people want. I tell you what, Frankie, why don't you give me a call? Uh, the, the, the conspiracy theorists, the anti-vaxxers are doubling down because, but get this, Catherine, did you see this? Bizarrely, they have an ally in Eamon Holmes. Have you seen this? Uh, I read some bits on Twitter and I saw uh, a very interesting clip. Oh, God. Where he was Eamon on... ITV talking about the mainstream media and state narratives. Is that right? Oh, God. Eamon. Jeez, man. I, I love Eamon Holmes. He's, he's been a really nice guy to me. But 
you can't go around you know hinting that there might even be some connection between covid 19 and 5g you can't because that's scaring people and then you've got people like frankie i bet if i looked on frankie's feed i bet it would all be about um chinese um laboratories and 5g and stuff like that frankie says you need to do some alternative research on this virus you're neurotic and scaring people that are just as gullible as you, but way more vulnerable than you'll ever be. Grow up, man. Au contraire, Frankie. Uh, Frankie, I'm giving out facts, mate. Uh, let's have a let's have a little look at Frankie Shea's Twitter feed. Uh, question everything is his Twitter headline. Um, let's have a. Uh, it's, it's all about re releasing Julian Assange. <laughs> Have you seen the bit where he's kind of goading the central community team saying, because um, they're talking about don't, don't go for a picnic even in rural areas, and, he, and then Frankie says, are you kidding? Was going for a walk with the kids, but making sandwiches now. I'm going for a picnic with them instead. Oh, Social distancing will apply. Absolute tools. Yeah, it's just Frank contrary. Frankie, you're a prick. If you want to give us a call, do. I'm going to block you um, because I'm I'm, I'm I'm going to block you because I don't want you in my timeline. You're, you're a nasty piece of work. But if you want to give us a call, 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Also, the, 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 the Frankie, I was, um, I was streaming last week and um, there's a really nice guy, Lance. Are you aware of Lance? Uh, Catherine, I'll, t I'll text you who he, yeah. who he, you know, Lance, right? And yeah. um, it was, we, I was streaming and, and Lance said something, said, oh, what, what's happened, mate? Have I missed something? And his, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, his father-in-law passed away because of this, yeah. because of COVID-19 and mm -hmm. they can't go to the funeral. You know, this is real, man. This is real. This is real. Jesus, why am I even saying this? Because, because because some people in the media, and I'm treading so carefully, like to perpetuate the myth that this isn't as bad as it as we are being told it is. All right. Jeez, man, this is mm. supposed to be a fun, upbeat show, and I'm um, I'm arguing with people who want me to do alternative research. Alternative research, sweet baby. What from the scientists? Oh God! Oh God! Um, okay. I'm just thinking for a second. Let me just think for a second. Let me just think for a. Let me just think for a second. Sam, let's. I'm going to think for a second. Go to the ads, please. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, let's uh, let's go to Heather and. Then we'll see what we're going to do next. Hello, Heather. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm all right, Heather. What have you got for us, please? Good. Okay, what i got for you is I stalked your podcast the other day, and I think I saw one of your cats who's a tabby. Okay, yes. Yeah, okay. Stay with it. Did you know that tabby cats have got an M on their forehead? Yes, I did. Oh, God. Thought it was going to be enlightening then. It's supposed to be Mohammed, or maybe it's Mary, but yes, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, well, that is the highlight of my day. That's just oh no, oh no, I ruined the, oh, that no, was the highlight. You've killed it. <laughs> oh god! All right, tell, tell me as though tell me tell me as though I didn't know, and I won't know. Oh no! Well, can, well, I have nothing else to say to you except your first caller was so hilarious. I had oh. to scoot from my bed <laughs> to the living room to get my phone to call well you. And, oh, well, um, do, do you not sleep yeah. with your phone in your bedroom? No, I don't. No, because it goes and pings off in the night, doesn't it? Doesn't it irritate? Well, no, yeah, you can no, put I it on mute. 
you can you can put it on mute. Mm. Yeah, oh, well, I'm one of those. I have to hand it to my yes. son who does all the wizardy oh, bits and hands it back. Yeah. Oh, good for you, Heather. All right, listen. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'm sorry I stole your uh, M Thunder, um, but thank you, thank you, thank you, Sam. Could you do me a favour? We got a load of calls lined up there. Could you um, say thanks, but maybe later on, if you don't mind. Um, let's just put the calls. So let's let's park the calls to one side shall we for a little bit Catherine Boyle and let's you and I chat yeah. bearing in mind that there is a huge delay is it still bad then it's you know it's it's doable how are you doing I've not uh we didn't really get a chance to speak to you over the weekend not spoke to you all day because uh, I think we're both feeling a little bit blue today how are you yeah, blue. But I think I am bored and hormonal, and that's never a good combo. Yesterday, I felt um, really anxious. I haven't felt like that for a few years. I went through a spate yeah. of really bad um, anxiety about three years ago and lost a lot of weight, and I haven't felt that feeling for some time. And that was it yesterday. I was thinking, this is it. This is this is what it felt like. Um, right up in my chest. It felt like my stomach was in my chest all day. Um and then I kind of just kept trying to distract myself, little bits and bobs, and then I'd fi find it rising again and then try and find something um, else to do. But uh, what was, it's crummy, what was isn't it? It's a horrible what situation. Was, sorry, we'll go back to the, the context and the content in a minute. But you said something that was grammatically incorrect, and I just wondered if I could pick you up on that, please, mm. as it brings me so much pleasure. Go on. You said bits and bobs, and it's, there's no such phrase as bits and bobs. Oh. Well, thank you for pulling me up about that, and I'm burying my well, soul. Would you like to correct it? Do you know what the correction is? Probably don't, do you? Nah, I think people will forgive me. You don't know. I, I you was, don't know. I what was the, holding forth. You, you don't know what the correction is, do you? Bibs, bibs and bobs, apparently. Bibs, I mean, bibs yeah. and bobs. It's here's the thing, right? We're here to, to educate, and yeah, okay, we'll educate um, old women on on carers and the and the virus and stuff, but also if if we don't. If we don't look after the small things, then the, the big things will crumble around us. If you say bits and bobs instead of bibs and bobs, then we might mm. die of COVID-19. No one will so, have understood. Mm, yeah. mm, mm, you got it. Correct. So bibs and bobs. And could you write that down for me, please? That's your first one tonight. There it is. Okay, lovely. Thank you. I could hear that. So that's um, so that's good. Thank you very much. Uh, I okay. Let's go through. Uh, let's go through the thing. Okay, I've got some topics that I've written down throughout the day. Okay, so maybe we, you and I, mm. could workshop these and we can go through these and um, see how we get on. Right. First one is okay. Um, the Americans. When they're talking about a boy, as in a floating boy in the sea, they call it a buoy. Yeah, a buoy. Yeah, how funny. Okay, I was hoping that would promote a little debate. They also say vehicle, don't they? Um, yeah, they do. They also say white. 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 Here we go. Shall I write? Do I write those down? You don't need to write those down because I'm not correcting you. Those you only need to okay. write down the things. Things I need to work on. I'm correcting. <laughs> so uh, that's a shame. I thought boy and bo buoy would give us a good buoy. twenty minutes argument, and then we could have like a phone in on it. Uh, but no, okay, that's done. All right. All right, go on. Um, I have been okay. Here's one. I have a rash. 
Where is it this time? It's on <laughs> my... I've, I got sunburn over the last few days. I went. I was in the garden and I didn't have any sun cream. And on your... Body. And I uh, got sunburn. But now your... I, I noticed... Please let me finish because, you know... Tell me where day, it is. It's on my... Bullwinkle. No, it's not. It's on my knees. It's on my forearms. And it's on um, the top of my feet. It's like a red oh. rash. I thought it was fleas, but it's not itchy. And flea bites are kind of closer together. Trust me, I did a lot of Googling this weekend on rashes, uh, causes of. And flea bites are generally a lot closer together. It's a mystery, Kath. I've got mystery rash. And I don't know what it is. Is this it? Have I got coronavirus? Could it be heat rash? Were you hot? Are you hot today? I was was hot. I was, I was, well, I was very hot yesterday and it was there a lot. I was cooler today and it was not there as much, but it's still there. All right, sit down, take your coat off and come into my um, examination room. Uh, Is this rash located in clusters on your lower legs and feet? Well, it's like on my, I've told you, I've told you exactly... but let Where me just go is. through my list. Is it an itchy red bump? Is it surrounded by some sort of little halo? What? Redness. No, it's it's a red rash. Right, right. It's not fl- it's not fleas. Um, okay. Okay. I said it's that. Not, it's not that. It's I not that. that. Ringworm. No, it's not a ringworm. It's not that. I'm just looking at some very sore people. It's not that. It's not that. No. Diaper rash? Could it be diaper rash? Could be. Could be. It's one of the scenes okay. I'm into. Okay. I don't get that. I do not get. Well, I, I get where it comes from because everything can be everything sexual can be traced back to pretty much the first four or five years of your life. If you're a boob man, it's to do with breastfeeding. Generalizations. Um, if you know, it can all be. If you yeah, but there's boob men and boob men, aren't there? I mean. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but if you're into spanking, you probably got slapped as a good... There's all these different things, right? The first five years and then a little bit into... It kind of goes off a little bit into to early adolescence. So I get, mm. psychologically, I get how um, men, and it's primarily men, um, can be into that whole nappy thing and it's like soiling... Oh, God. Yeah. Soiling their nappies and mummy changing their nappy and all of that i can get it it's submission it's, it's lack of responsibility yeah, and all of extreme that extreme submission right yeah yeah um and they're quite often men in power that that do that but jesus that's uh, and i don't want to judge anyone's sexual proclivities all right but that is messed up right and that, that is messed that is messed right up I think I could be understanding about a partner's kinks. I could be understanding about most things, but that one, I'm not getting the wet wipes out. That's not a thing we're going to be doing. No, no, No. it's, um, it's a strange old, it's a strange old one that, and also I guess, I guess it kind of makes sense. Oh, I I suddenly I've got, okay. Because you're not going to say to your wife, I like um, wearing nappies and peeing in them and you telling me off. So that would be why men go off and pay for that kind of stuff mm. because they're, 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 okay, hey, listen, some men have difficulty telling their wives they like you know a little bit of leather or something. So telling them they like peeing in their pants um, and being cleaned up—that's no, yeah. that's why they pay for it, isn't it? 
And that's why I make such a lot of money. At the I weekend. guess. Also, the extra lifting work, if you're going to do the double nappy technique where you put the clean yeah. one underneath yeah. and then you lift the legs and quickly scoot it out and then it's difficult with a fully grown man, I would imagine. Would you, would you sing the song if you're doing it to a fully grown man? The Peppa Pig song? Yeah, go on. Uh, okay, well, okay. So this would be this is this is this is toilet training though. So you know it's not it's not um, it's not you nappies. Can, but, this okay, is, this is um, what you sing to your girls. Have you finished? Yeah. So you you, you have to hear the universal cry from the bathroom. I finished. You go finished. in. Finished. Yeah. And <laughs> you go in and then you sing. Bend over, bend over. Let me wipe your bum. I'm only doing this because I am your mum. I mean, bum, bum. some people would like that. Yeah, <laughs> Could it be shingles? Uh, Could it be shingles? Uh, it's, it's not shingles. It's not shingles. Because uh, shingles is painful, man. But shingles is bigger. These are tiny. It could be scabies. Definitely. I had the boys here the, the, for the last two weeks. It could definitely um be scabies i have found in my later years i'm now i keep forgetting how old i am do you keep forgetting what what day it is i'm having time is so elastic yeah. it really is it's all over the shop right it's monday it's a bank holiday it's monday it's easter monday um but but beyond and i only know that because i have to we have to do this yeah i think it's probably quite healthy to um forget what day it is because it's um, letting go. We've got to let go. We are not in control of this anymore. So, good if you don't know what day it is. Worst thing is if you're marking the days off on the wall, as I've been tempted to do, like a tally chart. I had the, the boys at the weekend, and my youngest said, Daddy, are you doing the show tonight? And I had to go, um... Oh, that's a good question. Um... No, I don't think I am doing the show tonight. And that was... That was it, you know. I, I, I was. I, I don't. Um, I'm not really. No, I'm not doing the show tonight. That was uh, because I don't know what's going on, and because I don't really. How much has TV changed? Because I've not. I didn't want. I've not even turned the television on. I turned it on briefly to watch. Um, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? And I'm now halfway through <laughs> season three, and it. it I, I'm. I'm kind of immune to it, but I'm glad I watched the episode nine of season three or episode eight I, I glanced up as they're just playing constantly now on the loop and it's directed by tristram shapiro who's an english director who directed anybody anybody that's right the sitcom i was in the persuasionists so he's over in america directing brooklyn 99 and community and i'm here reminiscing about when i used to know him um and i watched it and we had a big argument with one of the callers last week about who was the hottest in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I got it wrong the the hottest is uh, a character called Lynetti who is played by Chelsea I think her name is Chelsea Peretti um, okay and by hottest you mean the best cop right she's not she's not a cop she's just hot oh and so I <laughs> thought she is, she's just hot she's just hot and she's very very funny no that was it She's very, very funny. She's very funny. She's easily the funniest character in the show and the hottest. And her stand-up special was on Netflix. I thought, oh, I'll watch, I'll watch a little bit of that because she's so, um, uh, was it funny? Funny. And funny. 
And uh, Google her. You'll you'll recognise her. And okay, I'll send you. I'll send you a picture. And that's okay. I don't mind. I don't mind helping. Eyes wants. I'm glad she's good at her job. I'm really glad. She's great. She is. She's great at her job, actually. Okay. Catherine, she's she's one of the best at her job. I'm going to send you. Let me send you a gift. No, you don't need to. I don't click on links. No, it's, it won't be a link. It's going to be... Okay, I don't open your DMs. Yes, you do. Uh, she has a, a dance troupe in there called Floorgasm. You'd like her. She reminds me of you, right? Um, in that she's she's good at her job. Mm-hmm. Um, let me send you... I'm still not opening it. Don't bother. Oh, okay, duck it. I've sent it to you. There we go. Don't. I'm um, busy. I'm, I'm working. But I watched... <laughs> You're not busy. Yes, you're working. Oh, yes, you're working. But you're not busy. None of us are busy. And I started watching her stand-up special, and it just, and it was chucklesome. But I was just reminded I really don't like stand-up as a as a the, the, the very few. Stuart Lee gets me. Um, but someone standing there. I, I know you've looked at it because the blue ticks have gone off on WhatsApp. Ah uh-huh, ha! I win. Mm. Um, but did, uh, she reminds me of you, I think. And but stand up is really is a, a tedious old thing, isn't it? I quite like it. When did I? I have seen a few. Oh, I tell you who I do like: the guy from the sack lunch bunch. I've seen a couple of his stand up specials on on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, John. Mazzetti. John. Ma- no. Ma- Mc, Mc, Mercurial. Ah. Uh, uh, John. Mulaney. Mulaney. <coughs> yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah, John I like him. Mulaney. But I've started just... a number of those and gone, ah, no, nah, nah, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just, hang on, I just want to block Peter Dylan Trenchard on... Um, uh, Twitter because he's been a bell, um, but yeah. Hey. So I, yeah, he is. He's been he's been a knob, blocked and reported. But um, so I started watching that. But then I just twenty minutes into, I thought nah. And then I watched a bit of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I just thought nah. So I went. I've gone back. This is this is bad. I've gone back to bed twice today. Twice. Once because I had to get. I got up with the kids and then their mum came and collected them at half nine. So I went back to bed until about half twelve. Then mm. I got up. That's when I tried to watch some TV and it wasn't working. Then I had a little Skype therapy session, one till two. And then I sort of pottered around and I thought, um, I'm going to go back to bed for the second time. And and I did. And then I stayed in bed until about six. It's allowed. If I didn't have kids, if I didn't have, you know, to get up and do things, I would um, sleep more definitely. And you've had the kids this weekend, right? I've had them for the last two weeks, pretty much. Yeah. Well, Exhausting. Go to bed when you can. Why not? Okay. All right. It's All allowed. Right. Okay. In it, fact, it, it's ordered. Allowed. Go to bed. <laughs> oh man, I wish I could go to bed now. It is allowed, and these are these are very very strange times that we are are living in. And um, I don't know. I fe- I felt j- just really low. You know, up and down. I just I don't want to make this a pity party, guys. And I'm, and I'm aware that I'm working and I've got I'm earning and I've got a few quid and I'm lucky enough that I had the kids and they come and go between houses. That's great. And I'm lucky enough. Got, I'm blessed. That I've got a garden and all of this kind of stuff, but I'm still allowed 
to feel SH1T. And um, it's yeah. been like that the last couple of days. And um, anyway, I'm, I'm, anyway, but that, that's where we are. I'm not going to give out the number because if it's all right with you, Kath, I'd like to just um, chat to you a little bit more. Is that okay? That's fine by me. Yeah, I'm a very interesting person. Um, oh, three. Oh, no, I'm not giving out the number. That's that's an old habit. That's what we call a riff when you, you can't think of anything to say. So you kind of dip into giving out the website or the phone number. So I won't. I won't. It'd just be me and Kath having a chat. If that's all right, dear listener, if you don't fancy that, you can switch off. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. That's a song, isn't it? Hey, 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 hey. Uh, good evening, dear listener. The late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. Who are you, lady? I'm Catherine Boyle. There we go. And uh, I don't call in for a bit. Maybe we'll do that some delay, call straight yeah. to air a little bit later on. But um, don't don't call uh, call in. Yeah, we just want to have a chat. I just I just. Oh. I don't know. There's been so many bell cheeses on Twitter, and I'm really good now. I'm so good 
generally not engaging or if i do engage like moments later going ah forget it and then going back and deleting it and just and just blocking them and there was um a trans woman um is getting all stroppy because i i, I do I, I do always get whenever talk radio tweet that we're on which is great you know because that's the station that we're on and i love working here but you just our, our show kind of sticks out a little bit like a slightly esoteric psychedelic sore thumb and you'll quite often get some fringe listeners who go oh this guy's a dick i don't, I don't want to listen i don't want to listen to this guy and mm. um or, or something and and someone it all got a bit weird and someone who isn't a listener to this show tweeted something transphobic and this trans woman i'm sorry i don't know her name got involved and called him a c and this is all going off in my timeline because i'm at it in it and so i'm getting a transphobic comment of course i blocked him immediately but then i'm getting oh you're such a c and i thought i don't really want to see that word in my timeline so i, I checked the 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 person the trans woman who who sent that wasn't following me so um if they've been following me it would have been slightly different i think i just oh, i'm just gonna block i'm just gonna block because they don't follow me they don't know me and i don't want i don't want the, that word in my timeline so i blocked them and then about 10 minutes later i got um on instagram people can dm you but they but but you have to accept it for them to know that you've read their dm you can either accept it or decline it and she sent me with no comment but just the screen grab of ian lee has blocked you and i started writing a reply saying well you you, you don't follow me and i don't like that language in my timeline i just thought i don't owe her anything don't owe her anything no. so I, I i blocked her on on uh, on instagram and then, as I often do, when I block people, about 20 minutes, half an hour later, I often go and have a little look. Not always, but sometimes go and have a little look just to see how they're dealing with, you know, what is, in reality, a really insignificant moment. Even blocked on Twitter, who cares? You know, it's not really a thing. And uh, she was getting very, very angry and tweeting talk radio saying, Ian Lee doesn't like, has blocked me simply because I called out someone who abused you know is transphobic do, do you not like lgbtq people and i thought but the, and, and and that instant that that well comment, it wasn't the, just that though was it it was aren't all your listeners um c-bombs something was like that part. yes that like was that. another one that was yeah. another one and um no not all of our to listeners me, are c-bombs like, to me it feels like someone bashing into you in the middle of a fight that you're not involved in and then being offended yeah. you don't want to join in and here's the thing, I would say only, what, 60, 65% of the listeners to this show are C-bombs. That's a pretty good average. That means we've got about yeah. 35 that are only dicks. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't really care. I, and I'm mentioning this because it, 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 it struck me. I mention this because it, it, that doesn't bother me in the slightest. I've got to have a look in a second, see if she said anything else. Um, it, 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 it men I'm mentioning it because it struck me that we so often get involved in arguments and fights and things and make up what the other person is thinking or is feeling or let me let me get the exact hang on a second let me get the exact tweet and again i'm not i'm not giving out their names i don't want to single them out i, I don't want to pile on I mean, it's just See, it I, just made me i didn't get on. any of this 
because I've put um, a quality filter on my tweet. So if someone doesn't have um, a proper name or something, certain words and stuff, I don't get, I don't see any of it. If they don't have any followers, I don't see what they're saying. You know, so people who set um, Twitter accounts up just to troll, you're wasting their time. I don't see it. Um, okay. Uh, okay. I mean, okay, they've added more stuff. Your DJ Ian Lee blocks people who challenges transphobes on Twitter. Hate LGBTQ people, do we? And I just thought, well, your, your basic premise is wrong. I've not blocked you because, you because you called out a transphobe. So you have made up, you have filled in so many blanks. And then let's see, they've, they've, they've kind of tweeted more abuse after that. They have um, tweeted so many, um, uh, they filled in so many blanks that just simply aren't true. I've not blocked them because they called out a transphobe. Not at all. Not, I blocked that person as well. I, I blocked them because... I was being dragged into an argument that I didn't want to be dragged into and I was given a I was shown a C bomb that I didn't really want to see and because get 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 this today I have been lying down for 95% of the day because I feel lousy so I, I, and I'm not putting this on that person they don't know that of course they don't there's no reason they should but 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 to, to, to accuse me of blocking them because they called out a transphobe it just shows and again I want to take it away from this person it just shows that when people humans us get into arguments and uh, particularly online but but in, in, in any situation really we fill in so many blanks to fit our narrative and that's it yeah we're all we're all the heroes of our own story the fact is I spend eight hours a day breaking up a fight amongst two girls who sooner or later will learn to get along in harmony or just never speak to each other again. Yeah. Um, my children, I certainly don't need to be breaking up um, fights with grown adults. No. Um, if if, I, if it's something that I have seen happen and I feel strongly enough, perhaps I will. But someone um, doing the uh, cyber equivalent of elbowing me when I'm standing next to a bar minding my own business. Nah, I'm not getting involved, mate. Bye-bye. You, you, you still argue with people, though, don't you? you particularly if they criticise you or me or the show, you still get involved. And I, te I yeah. tend not to now. And the freedom of blocking people. And now I've got a policy that I don't unblock. I don't um, If I saw something I didn't like it's just a simple block and quite often people will email me an apology or something and i just don't unblock anymore that that decision has now been made yeah. and oh my god catherine the freedom that it brings the freedom oh but there is a subtle difference in the what what i do i don't argue i set people straight then i mute them <laughs> if someone's making an assumption about me that's not fair or not true i'll tell them the truth and then i will disappear from their yeah. life forever yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm not engaging. No one's ever going to have their mind changed. Um, but, uh, you know, for the benefit of the record, I will um, tell them what's true. Imagine, like, getting to 80 and uh, or 85 and you're on your deathbed and thinking, God, I wish I'd spent more time arguing with those idiots on Twitter. I, I just... <laughs> Exactly. I just wish I'd set a few more people straight who thought that the show was bullying and was mean and actually they hadn't heard the yeah. whole relationship that we've got with that court. I wish I'd just set that. No one, no one's going to think that. No one's going to think that. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I also feel um, responsible in a way um, for the women that 
go after me and went before me in certain things. You know, if someone comes yes. on and starts yep. treating me as if I'm um, a 21-year-old uh, who doesn't know anything, because that's their assumption, because they hear a woman yeah. on the radio and they must be, for God's sake, she must be the applause in a handbag. That's what women do on the radio if they're working with a man. I'll set them straight, because there are other women... And I've also, I've had this since I was 24, and I have kind of been wondering at what age I am allowed to express an opinion um, without being told that I am a gobby child. Well, here's the thing. I'm a gobby 42-year-old now, and I'm embracing it, and I'm not going to apologize for it. And I've realized also that those people will never think I'm entitled to an opinion, and so I've got to stop asking for permission. Um, I nearly so gave out the phone number then, and I don't. Yeah, up there. I don't. I don't really want to take any phone calls at the moment. We might do a bit later on. Let's see how it goes. Let's take a quick break though. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I have. Um, I hoovered the stairs last week. That was my, that was what I did on Friday. I hoovered the stairs and the downstairs, and I'm now I'm thinking I've, I've got to find that clip that the bloody cats have knocked off somewhere i might have a little i might have a little look in a bit um and um what was i was telling you about hoovering the stairs there was a reason for it yeah you're exactly right Kat. there is um there was a reason oh today i have been dusting not a lot not a lot but i'll Ooh. be lying on i'll be lying on the sofa and i go Oh, the stereo's yeah. a bit dusty. I'll go and get the duster, yeah. and I'll dust the stereo. And then I was looking at the TV that was off and thinking, oh, it's a bit smudgy. I'm going, going to go and do that. So so, so dusting. <laughs> yeah, I've been there, especially because I don't get to sit down and watch television normally in daylight, so I don't get to see the sunlight streaming through and lighting up, you know, the spider's webs and all the dust and stuff. So, yeah, I, I've been there. It usually takes for it to get to the point where one of the kids has done a smiley face in it before I'll um, <laughs> get the duster out. But <laughs> eventually I will. What is t This is what I was going to ask an hour ago. What is TV looking like now? Because I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. Netflix at the most... Um, I'm probably going to cancel Disney Plus because we've, we watched the first two National Treasure films and I think that's all I wanted to watch on there. So I'm probably going to cancel mm. that. And if I, if I do it soon, I can do it before the, I get charged. Um, but I haven't watched normal telly. I know that they did Have I Got News From You oh. remotely and that just seems like a terrible idea. There's a lot of programmes of people um, sitting in their living rooms uh, that the Steph show she's had to do that from home and that's been you know uh, but I, I bet that kind of works for her yeah, because because she's that yeah, she's you know she's, she's it's cozy and she's I think she's she's great yeah. a whole show I don't know I've not seen it but I think she's great so I bet her doing a yeah. lunchtime show from home works really well yeah there's a lot of shows put it this way there's a lot of shows at the moment that are looking a lot like Gogglebox I'm, I'm right. not passing judgment on that of course it's got to be that way um, it's weird these days to see people sitting on a sofa near each other. Obviously, um, Eamon uh, is married to the um, person that he sits on the sofa with, so that's going to happen in the mornings. But everyone else is um, being beamed in remotely. I've not really seen a full programme. I've seen bits and bibs and bobs. Thank There's you so going much. On in the course of the Up day. yours, Pete, um, and in your face, everyone who said that you weren't allowed to say bibs and bobs. <laughs> Screw you. She said it. She's right. Thank you, I Catherine. Did. I did notice that they've had like a proper family film on for the last three days. They've had the Indiana Jones films on, oh. which is, is that normal? Uh, well, it's bank holiday. So yeah, it is actually. I tell you what I was watching today. Um, that, uh, what's that program? Shove Apney with uh, Ben. 
Um, oh yeah, I like the Ben Shepherd. The yeah. Shubby machines. Yeah. What's it called? Tipping. The, tipping point. Tipping point. Tipping yeah. Point. And there, and there was a an actor on there, one of the young actors from Coronation Street, female. I think she might be Rosie Webster's sister. Or she might okay. be Rosie Webster. No, she's Rosie Webster's sister. Anyway, she didn't know anything about... Uh, she didn't know who Fred and Ginger were. She didn't know... There were all these references. And it occurred to me that there's a whole generation... I think we probably, you and I, are a part of the last lot of kids who were forced to watch what was on on a weekend, yeah. right? And, oh, God, yeah, I thought about um, this for a long time. The remote yeah. control was not in our possession. Yeah, the remote control was not in our possession. So I've seen Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers' film. I've seen, I've sat through black and white films. I remember, you know, you watching The King and I with my grandma, not because it was um, big fun, because it was what was on and it's what my granddad wanted to watch. My granddad was in possession of the remote control. It certainly wasn't let the kids have the telly. Which no, I think generally is what I, I, it is but, these but days. even that's an old-fashioned concept because kids don't want to watch the telly. I came downstairs uh, no. yesterday and the boys were watching YouTube videos on their phone. They're watching Ali A's YouTuber. I'm not, not so keen on, but the boys love him. And I said, boys, if if you're gonna yeah. watch that, can we just watch it on the telly? So it's like so we can all sit and watch it and it becomes a thing you know so i mean actually encouraging them to watch yeah. tv so but also when we were growing up there were only god listen to us we're such old farts but for me there were only three channels no no, you no know, but there's I'm, a reason for it yeah there's a reason for it and what i'm saying is that um there's a whole generation of people who'll say before my time as if that's the end of the argument whereas to us it's yeah. like yeah and we were forced to watch all this old stuff yeah and it didn't do us any harm. Oh God, we are that. We are those old farts. I I, I grew up to become a drug addict, so actually I would suggest it did me a lot of <laughs> a lot of harm. But but then but yeah, then the, the, but then the kids go off and sit in a different room and they watch you know Ali A and Dan TDM and all these and and, and Slogo and all these strange people that we don't really oh. understand and we'll sit there and go, well, this isn't really, this isn't great content. Um, oh. They don't they don't want to sit and watch a TV program with us. No. It's moving on now. It's not even about that anymore. I mean, at least with YouTube, you might get like a half hour broadcast of some kind. My eldest is now obsessed with TikTok and it's all 20 seconds fits and starts, you know, and they all sound like they've been um, sucking on a helium balloon. It's uh, and it's not necessarily all like original stuff. They're just miming to other people's stuff. It's the strangest thing. But again, it's not for us, is it? No, it's not. It, it, it's not for us. And, and, and good for them. The boys haven't really got into uh, TikTok and they're, they're growing out of their current tranche of uh, uh, YouTubers, I think, which is, uh, which is quite good. But now, now the thing they'll do is they'll set the computer and I've got two screens on my computer. So on one screen, they'll, have for, they'll be playing Fortnite. And then on the other screen, it will be a video yeah. of someone playing Fortnite. And, um, you know, I didn't do a great dadding job. Uh, this weekend I kind of let them play Fortnite for way too long but it just just felt everything the fact that I managed to get them food felt like an a, a, an achievement to do there there we haven't had um I've not really done a lot so, so I need to get a little bit more into a routine I don't know I am dreading this coming to an end and I know people, again, I mentioned this and someone tweeted somewhere, oh, he's so out of touch with the real world because he's dreading it coming to an end. He's getting paid a fortune and he's living in a big house. And I, I'm getting paid really well and I live in a nice, medium-sized house. 
Um, and I get that this is not the experience that the majority of people are having, you know, that, that, that I am having a unique, not unique, but I'm, I'm having a privileged experience, as privileged as, as, as it can be with all the mental health stuff going on as well. But there are loads of people mm-hmm. that are living in one bedroom flats or bedsits with kids. Oh and God, yeah. I, get, yeah. I get it. I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. But, but in my defense, what they're going through doesn't validate, it doesn't invalidate my experience. This is still my experience and it's still my world and, and I'm entitled to, to do it, to talk about it. And I'm, I'm, part of me is uh, afraid of things going back to normal and going yeah, back out and I, stuff. And I think that's quite common. I, I know what you mean. I was talking to my one of my best mates who um, is Spanish. She's, they've been holed up for a whole lot longer than we have. Um, and people are starting to go back to work today, which I didn't know about. Yeah. And we were sort of just talking about how weird the situation was and she was talking about what she wants to do when she gets out and we must see each other more and all that stuff that, of course, everybody says. And we will do it, but... Um, no, I don't know, think life, we will. Life has stopped us up to this point, but, we, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, at some point we'll, we'll be together again and we'll have a laugh. But um, seeing people on the metro, the photographs of people on the metro going to work um, today in Spain um, with masks on filled me with fear. I think, God, are we really sure it's safe for those people? Are you we just, describing are we just that, taking the genie out of the bottle. You describing that reminds me of going on the underground like a day or maybe it was two days after the July seventh bombings. It may have been a few, a handful of days actually, and and going on the tube, and everyone was looking at each other as if to say, "Is this safe? Yeah. Are we? Are we? Yeah. Are we okay?" And you'd are see, we allowed to I'm do this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you'd, you'd see, I'm going to say, it, you'd see an Asian man with a rucksack and there'd be a, a moment of, um, is this, you know, and, and that, that, that is an inert prejudice that doesn't imply a, a covert racism. It's, you know, it's just, you, that was what, what people were feeling and it was weird and it was mm-hmm. weird for a long time. But we got back, we, after the 7-7, we got back to normal. And now you get on the, six months ago, you'd get on the tube and it'd be pushing people and shoving and, you know, all this. And we'll get back to that yeah, again. Yeah, but we trust, well, do you think, because it's a yes. completely different situation, of course, because we know in our heart of hearts when those things happen that it's the outliers in society that do things, you know, that it's very unlikely to happen to us and that we need to carry on and you can't let people win and all that sort of stuff. With this, you know, the enemy is invisible and we are relying on the information we are given from people who, let's face it, have not been perfect in this the whole way through. Um, uh, yeah, one, one day, when, when, when this is close to being done, we'll, we'll, we'll go through all the evidence. I'm, I'm starting to, <laughs> I'm not starting, I've been thinking for a while that... Uh, the, the the prime minister and his lot of of, of really balls mm. this up massively, uh, yeah. and I'm going. And it seems I'm still going to bring it up. No, it, it doesn't seem churlish to bring it up. up I now. think it seems appropriate. I think it seems appropriate to bring it up now. But what I I, I don't know what the alternative would be. I just I, I just yeah. think they started too late. They started too late, and they're not including you know care homes and things like that. And and they started too late is is the thing. And yeah. I got a feeling that at some point. Um, some people in positions of power will, um, I think there might be legal proceedings against them. I don't, whether that's Boris Johnson mm. or not, I don't know. But I think that, that, that once the evidence is out, of course there will be. There's always inquiries. You know, there's the Savile inquiry, the VIP paedophile scandal inquiry. Oh, there's all these inquiries. The Grenf- There will be an inquiry into this. And as long as it's done honestly and openly, someone has to say they acted too late. 
they acted too late. You know, they ignored well, emails from Europe about ventilators. They acted too late. And I think there's going to be criminal charges pressed against people. Yeah. Well, and all the fuzzy mixed messages. Okay, don't go to the pub. We wouldn't. But if you want to, you can. They're still open. All that kind of stuff. Oh, I've still been shaking hands with people, but I wouldn't. If I, well, you shouldn't. I can't make decisions for you. All that stuff was going on, wasn't it? At a time when actually other countries had already started shutting down. I mean, Ireland, they're losing half as many people as we are. Why are we not talking about that? New Zealand managed to shut. I mean, they, they, they went down very heavy straight away, but they've lost very very few people you know at some point we're gonna to have to have these conversations if you're being told that staying in saves lives right yeah how could you have a problem with staying in because it's resistance to authority because it's people you feel like they don't have enough power and so they're trying to take it back it's kind of a self-soothing thing in a weird in a weird way it's weird Except, you know it's not just about you so yeah okay make yourself feel better but you're gambling with people's lives i would rather i would rather stay in local facebook groups that's where the action is and i've i've i, I can't I, I say i don't argue with people on twitter anymore i can't resist arguing on the local facebook groups and there was one guy who said my um friends just phoned me up and she told me that she was out with her family for her hours allotted exercise and a mm. jogger barged past her, sweating all over her, and was very rude what? to her. Well, if that had happened, he said, where, where, have, where have manners gone? Why is everyone so rude these days? If that had happened to me, I would have tripped the B1TCH over and given her a piece of my oh, mind. Oh, a woman. <laughs> and I well, replied, okay. dude... You're, you're, you're calling people out for having no manners. You've called a woman a bitch, excuse my language, and you've threatened her with violence. How is that? How is that setting a better example? And, and, and he kind of argued back a bit, and, and then his post got taken down. And then there was another one where um, someone had posted a picture taken from a distance of a man and his car. So you could see the man and you could see his number plate. And he'd obviously, he'd obviously driven out for exercise or something. I don't quite get what the point was, but he'd driven somewhere mm. that he shouldn't. And it was the caption was something like, is this an essential journey? And I wrote, and fair, fair play, so did everyone, um, posting a, a picture of a guy and his number plate, I, that, you're coming pretty close to stalking and actually breaking a law. I don't. If you've got yeah. a problem, speak to him or call the police or or just get on with your life. But posting his picture and his number plate on Facebook, how is that helping anything? Also, why was that guy there? Was that essential? Exactly. And then someone posted a picture of a little card stuck on a bench up at Coombe Hill. And it was beautiful. I thought, oh, this is beautiful. And then I thought, oh, right, see if you can see the flaw in this. So it's a little handwritten card. Right, on a bench at Coombe Hill, which is a lovely tourist spot near Checkers. You can see Checkers from it. Uh, Checkers plays pop. And it said, thank you so much for staying at home this weekend, saving lives <laughs> and making and making my job easier from a nurse. Um, <laughs> okay. Was she... Mm. Well, that means a nurse has gone out. That means a nurse has gone out and broken the rules 
to be passive aggressive to other people that are breaking <laughs> the rules. What's your beef, nurse? Also, you know that kind of um, in my town, we've been doing this thing where people have been kids normally, but sometimes um, competitive mums painting up with little messages on sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, like, um, you know, and I saw Kathy Burke retweeted this and I'd seen it and I retweeted it and then I took it down because I thought, hmm. It was a lovely pebble painted up like a rainbow. You know, the rainbows that are being put oh, up in yeah, people's yeah, windows yeah. to give children hope. I know rainbows. Yeah. And on the back it said, if you're reading this, F off home. <laughs> I love the <laughs> NHS. <laughs> but the thing is, if I'm out, first of all, we were out the other day for our allotted um, hour of exercise, taking the children out for a walk, right? And yeah. honestly, there are so few people about. You can see the... You can see other people over the horizon and work out your escape route. I mean, no one is coming anywhere near anyone else. And we saw a pebble on the floor and my eldest went to pick it up and went, no, 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 don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Yeah. You can't touch it. Yeah. Um, but also I was thinking, you know, for the kid that does, do they really want to see that? <laughs> you know, my um, kids, my boys yeah. would find that hilarious. Yeah. My boys want to see my boys want to see stones with um, F off written on it. Of course they do. Yeah, but that kind of reminds me of the time when I took my daughter to the park and she was just about reading and she was doing that kind of reading where the phonetics, uh, phonics, and she <laughs> she said something like, what does k-o-k mean? K-o-k. <laughs> and I went, it means we've got to go home. <laughs> I said, it's a, my... it's a daddy chicken. Let's go home. My boys still live in a world where the C word is crap. So I'm, you yeah. know, I'm quite happy for them. Although part of me wants to say to them, guys, I can give you ultimate power in the playground by giving you the biggest. Yeah. You think you know the biggest swear word. You think you think it's F, right? You think it's F. Nah, it's not. And you think the C word is crap. Nah, I've got a word for you. It won't mean anything to you. OK, but it will give you power. It's this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm so tempted. Yeah, but the only problem is that they are not... I don't want my kid to be that kid who gets pulled up in front of the headmaster for being the one who, oh. you know, indoctrinates the Ka rest of the year. Catherine, we both know it's going to be our youngest kids are going to be that kid. <laughs> we know that. We know that. It won't be the eldest. It will be the youngest. I think my eldest already knows what it is. Oh, yeah, because no. there are some rough kids at her school. I think she's already heard it. She certainly knew about the F-bomb a lot earlier oh, than... I mean, I probably didn't know about that until I was about 14, 15. But that's because my parents were very, very staunchly anti-swearing to the point, you know, of rubbing um, soap on my teeth for saying crap. So, no, you know, you, I'm not going to mess didn't with know that. The F, you didn't know the F-word until you were 14, 15. I knew it when I was... I knew no. it. My, my, my parents were, my dad in particular, very, very sweary, very sweary. Oh, my mum, my mum and dad were very, you know, you get bloody, you'd get, you know, the S-bomb S and all that sort of stuff. Never the F-word, never. And even now they're very offended by that, I think. I don't like how Mother Effer has entered the English language, but that's an, Amer that's an American word. And I think it we're losing a lot, of, a lot of great British swears, like Winker, because of things like mother effer you know we got some great yeah. british swear words and we should we should we should bring those back 
the whole mother lover thing i think is from like um latin america i know in in spanish a lot of the swears are quite long protracted um imagined scenarios yeah. in which the mother is violated because it's you know oh. that's the most precious person in your life uh, you know you're a good catholic boy your mother and your sister that's a huge violation and um i mean one of the big swears involves um defecating in your mother's milk oh in her milk particularly nasty yeah okay i yeah. thought you were gonna say mouth all right let's take a quick break uh, no, this is milk. the late night alternative weeknights from 10 on talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio um What you got? Oh, I tell you what I've got. Oh. Let, me, let me do a story. Let me do a story. Yeah. You may have done this before, actually. This rings a bell, but who, who cares? No one, no one listens to all of this stuff. I think you did do this. Um, our sex toy company is booming since lockdown. Did you do this? No, but I could have. Okay. Um, exclusive adult. This is exclusive to the mirror. Adult content. Joe Silver and James Pearson, who run Olivia Ocean have seen sales soar by 38% since lockdown, and they're expecting it to hit 50% by the weekend. As the UK continues adjusting to life in lockdown, Brits are missing many things from the pre-coronavirus world. Seeing friends, going out for a meal, or having a pint in the pub are high on most people's lists. But there's another thing many are craving, sex. I really couldn't be bothered, particularly because it was so hot. But also, my... Um, uh libido has just it's like yeah what's, you've what's, gone into survival mode mate and and not yeah. about survival of the species exactly it's survival of the well the shittest so it's hardly surprising <laughs> that sex toy companies have seen a spike in online orders with many reporting sales have almost doubled since lockdown began if you do get um uh sex toys Please, 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 you must disinfect them because you, do, you don't want to get coronavirus up there. Um, Joe Silver and James Pearson, who run Olivia Ocean and their team, are working harder, hang on a minute, harder oh. than ever to get the increased number of deliveries, or every rude word I'm going to go, deliveries, out to customers oh. while ensuring they're staying safe, safe by social distancing. Mm. Joe, 27, told Mirror Online, sales went through the roof. I've had to say oh. lots of products are out of stock. We just weren't ready for this. Then there's a picture of them with um, loads of dildos. And the caption... <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of them with about eight dildos. And the caption is, they've had an extremely busy few weeks. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like they've tested oh, every single one. Oh, they could have done better than that. <laughs> yes, um, everybody's working hard or something. Everybody is at home and they've got a lot, of spare time, a lot of spare time on their hands. We're only human. Everyone, oh, is oh, on their hands. everyone is just a bit randy. Let's be honest. Really? Is no. anyone randy? No. In the no, first, I think most of us are barely washing. In the first week, oh my God, I didn't have a shower yesterday and I woke up this morning and I found the smell of my right armpit both repellent and fascinating <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> my youngest went to me the other day, oh, mommy, your armpits, you haven't had a shave. I went, "You honestly, you don't want to know. <laughs> oh, really? What's the point? Yeah, well, 
Yeah. Ugh, not wearing a bikini in front of anyone at any time soon, am I? I'm just I've in, gone to pot. They would normally send out fifteen hundred a day. I guess that means like you know dildos and and glass bum dildos and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> They would normally send out 1,500 a day from their Harrogate Items. office, but last week they were sending out close to 5,000. Joe said, day after day we come in and we're up on what we were before. However, they're taking extreme precautions to make sure their team of seven staff are safe, meaning they've had to change parts of their operation. There are a number of products that have been particularly popular since lockdown, including their couple's mystery box. A naughty oh. surprise for intense desire. We're totally going to click on the website in a minute and see if we can find out what the couple's mystery box is. You're um, you an idiot. Of course you're not going to find out what the couple's mystery box is. It's all the odds and sods I can't shift anywhere else. <laughs> it's like oh, it's not like when you go into a restaurant and the special is basically the stuff they've had on the menu for the past week and they've got loads of <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Ocean started off in a slightly unconventional way when James sent Joe a photo of a sex toy with no explanation. Joe said, I knew him quite well, so I knew he was a bit of a joker, but I didn't know what angle this was. 90 degrees! At first he had some reservations, <laughs> knowing that he would have to tell his family what he was doing, but he decided to give it a go, and he hasn't looked back. Well, I suggest you can add things uh, to your catalogue that... <laughs> would mean you want to look back. When I started looking into it, I realised it was a massive market. He's speaking about you, Kath, and you're downstairs. I realised it was a massive market. And there aren't a lot of pe people to compete with. After some market research, we found people don't want to spend a lot of cash to buy a sex toy because they might realise it's not for them and you can't return it. Ah, these are um, cheap sex toys for poor people. Okay, suddenly I'm interested. Uh, Their main aim. for people who've just not got the commitment... Their main aims were to provide affordable sex toys and to work to take away oh. the taboo surrounding the products. Uh-oh, here we go. They bought, look out, Farage. They bought products directly from the suppliers in China. <laughs> Chinese deal. Oh, thank No, thank you. I don't want a Chinese mystery box. That's how we got into this predicament. Flipping wet market. <laughs> Before long, their business was growing. Joe said, it started going really well. I couldn't believe how well it was going. People couldn't get enough of what we were supplying. Um, oh, and that's the end of the story. Uh... Um, so what you're oh, saying is that we should stock up on batteries now because there's going to be a rush on those in about a week. <laughs> then the first comment is, stop buying anything from frigging China. <laughs> Gosh. Um, let's have a little look at their website because I want to Olivia Ocean. Olivia Ocean. Sounds classy. Sex toys. Um... Oh, hang on. I, I think they only have a Facebook page. I don't think they have uh, what? a website. Do you want to... I wonder if... Uh, here we go. Website, oliviaocean.co.uk. I'm going to buy you a present, Kath. I'm uh, all right. Uh, nope. My treat. My treat. I can I'm guarantee gonna, I'm, I'm fine gonna, for that, I, whatever it I might am be. Gonna, 
I'm going to, um, we'll have a whip round. Do they sell those? <laughs> <laughs> I I've got plenty of those. Um, I am going to spend a fiver. Oh my gosh. Don't oh my spend gosh, a fiver that's... on anything. I'm not putting anything near um, my most precious parts that cost a fiver. Let me send you a picture of um, something that I found that I can't even describe on the radio. It's so rude. So, uh, Sam, you're going to get this as well. Be an, I, think, I think this might be an HR issue, but go on, send it. Um, I think it's um, an ARSE issue, not HR. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> there we go. Let's send that over. It looks like it can do itself. Right, so we want... Oh. Um, the Yeah? Oh, that's... Um, Isn't it? Well, that's... Um, Wow. Well, I mean, that if that was real, you'd go to the doctor, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So let's look. Let's look at what I want. To, the mystery. Reminds box. me of finger bobs. <laughs> <laughs> but who's Yoffy? Oh, um, finger bobs must take you to hospital immediately. <laughs> um, and the mystery box isn't. It doesn't seem to come up when you you type it in. That's a shame. No. Oh, maybe. Oh, mystery maybe the mystery box is one of those um, flash flashlights. An automatic oh, gun. Uh, gosh, I mean, all right, all right, okay. Well, none this is sounds, um, none of this sounds massively romantic to me. No, 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 no. Um, no, it doesn't. It, 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 well, no. Okay. Um, this is the late night alternative. Close that page, please, Ian. <laughs> this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. See your message, Catherine. Outrageous. Um, what you got, Boily? Well, so many wonderful things. Oh, by the way, I got inspired this week, this weekend. Oh, yeah. So I'm bored, but I know how I'm going to get unbored as soon as yeah. um, I can get the equipment together. And okay. it's not Olivia Ocean. I'm going to paint again. I used to paint when oh, I was younger, and I haven't had time to you? do it forever. Oh, I would, I would yeah, love yeah, yeah. When I lived original. in, I bet they're incredible. Well, I'll crack one out for you. I'm going to have loads Ooh. of them. I'll be like my granddad. My granddad used to paint when he was um, retired and he'd stop smoking. And he used to like churn out about seven a day. <laughs> to I just in the garage painting will, crap. <laughs> I will commission you. I will. Have you ever been commissioned for your uh, uh, art before? Uh, no. I am going to give you your first ever paid commission. I would like a portrait, please. No, don't. Of my... Of myself uh -huh. and David Babcock playing drafts. I was going to say chess, <laughs> but I imagine that's fiddly. Playing drafts. And I will pay you £25 uh, for that painting, please. <laughs> that's true. I will that's actually not the pay sort that. of art I was planning to do, but I'll, uh, what, I'll think about it. What are you going to do? I'll think about what are you going to do? I don't really want to compromise this early in my career. I'm going watercolours. That's what I used to do okay. before. Okay. Um, when I was stuck in a house in, when I used to live in uh, Paris, which sounds very glamorous and wasn't, I was so poor, couldn't afford to go out, couldn't really afford to eat very much. But I bought myself some paints to sort of while away the hours while I was stuck indoors. And I thought to myself yesterday, what am I doing? Of course, it's time to get the paints out again. So I'm going to start painting again. And hopefully yeah. that will um, give me something to do. You know what I'm like? I like tinkering and dabbling and, and, and I need to make something. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to paint. Okay. All right. Well, do you do you accept my very generous 
I'm a I'm a philanthropist. Um, <laughs> and it, sounds, do, it sounds very figurative, and that's not really my bag. <laughs> okay, so that's that's a yes. I'll think about it. Let me see how I okay. get on. I might get All sick right. of it after a day, but okay. I remember I used to really like it. I ordered a jigsaw puzzle. I've got another. I've got the Beatles on Abbey Road jigsaw puzzle coming possibly tomorrow. Oh, nice. Because because that's that's gentle to do, and and I'm I am doing mm-hmm. nothing. I've read a couple of really lousy books. Um, listen to some uh, listening to podcasts is all I can do. I don't even listen to the radio anymore. Um, uh, so so a jigsaw you can sort of sit there and it yeah. feels like you're doing something, and it's very meditative, very peaceful. Yes. Um, so I'm, I, I might. I'm, uh, I've ordered a jigsaw. I've started my Shane Ritchie uh, autobiography and I'm enjoying it so far. Rags to Ritchie. I've never got round to write... reading it before. Oh, I thought you were writing a book on Shane Ritchie. Okay, you're reading. Uh, you're reading the book. No, I'll, I'll, I'll read it first, ago. and then of course he's, he is my specialist. Especially something. I've just finished a book I bought two years ago. I found the receipt in the bag with it, and it said 2018. Yeah. Wowzers. Um, and I'd bought it while waiting for you to come out of a meeting, I, I seem to remember. All right. Don't from a me. posh bookshop in London, and I don't go to them very often. Anyway, no. so what I'm saying is, I've just finished a book, so don't give me too many missions. I've read three books. Like concentration of the time. I've read three books since we started doing the show from home. Um, two of them mm-hmm. were very, very easy reads. One was the Louis Theroux book, that which was good. Uh, uh, that wasn't one of the easy reads. Oh, I've got one that. It's a good book, actually, but it seems so old-fashioned now. Uh, one was a really lame um, biography about Barry Manilow that kind of just wimp, gets to about 1985, then sort of wimps out and, and obviously has trouble finding any more information. So it then just does like a big essay and interviews with fans and about how they f- they would have sexual fantasies about Barry Manilow. And you just think, no, this isn't what I want. I want to know Barry. what he did in 1993. Oh, no. You can't do that. Yeah, people did. No, people did. no. Well, yeah. yeah, I I would imagine I I can imagine the sort of person who might. <laughs> um, he was he was a sex symbol, you know. And I was watching quite. A, I watched some Barry Manilow at the weekend. He was a, a a sex symbol, you know. It's strange to to think, um, mm. but he was he was huge. apparently apparently ah this is the he's interesting the... thing from that book. This is the interesting thing from that book. Apparently, he's quite. He doesn't like his fans and he feels because that's the, the music he plays is not his kind of music. He's like a jazz musician and like Broadway tunes. Right. And he when he got handed Mandy to record a song he didn't write, uh, the head of the record. So he recorded this album and the head of the record company, the first album bit sort of been a bit of a flop. And he recorded the second album and the Clive Davis, the head of Arista Records, went, yeah, you know, it's 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 not great, but you need to record this song. It's called Brandy. And. Uh, he says, you, you, "This is this is going to be a number one hit for you." And Manlow said, "Yeah, it's it's not really what I want to do." And Clive Davis said, "You either do it or the record doesn't come out." And so he did it, knowing that Ron Dante, who we've had on the show, the voice of uh, Sugar Sugar yeah. by the Archies, who we've had on the show, was producing it. And he said to him, "If I do this, right, this is this is obviously going to be a huge hit, and this will change forever the direction." that I go in and uh, and and it did and it, so the, the theory is he hates his music and therefore he resents his fans who um obviously love that music and apparently when he meets fans he does everything he can to avoid meeting fans and he used to um in his pomp 
would um, have it so that if he walked into a room, no one was allowed to look at him. Um, but it, it, he avoids fans as much as possible. And if he meets fans, he's just really, really rude to them. Really? Yeah. I can't imagine they'd put up with that kind of treatment. Uh, but the, but people do. I, I told you, Peter Talk of the Monkeys. I've seen him shout foul abuse at people. He's he's done it. To, he's has he done it to me? He's not done it to me. He's been really weird with me. But I've seen him. I've I've been stood next to the person he was screaming at, screaming at. <gasps> and there are so many stories of, of it. And you put up with it because you love what they do. As as time went on, I put up with it less and less, and 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 kind of thought yeah, he's a bit of a you know he's a bit of a dick actually. And there's you you mention that on a monkey's Facebook page, and you will get loads of people going, yeah yeah, he was really rude to me, but he was really nice to my hot girlfriend. And then you'll get other people going, oh, shut up, he would never do that. You don't know what you're talking about. And but there are too many mm. instances. I've seen it. I've seen it. And you yeah. do. You kind of. It's it's kind of it's not quite an abusive relationship but of course it's not an abusive relationship but the, the 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 good the happiness that they bring you the pleasure that they bring you you can almost push it to one side the fact that actually they may be a massive dick yeah i've got it so dylan the way he treats his fans sometimes that um who else oh but dylan isn't but dylan isn't dylan isn't necessarily um, doesn't necessarily tell his fans to f off, whereas Peter Talk has done that, and apparently Barry Manilow would do that. Um, Barry, I'm a big fan. Of, I'll get f off. I don't think Dylan would do that. Yeah. I think well, I know um, from my from our friend Simon who who um, met Dylan once, who was was working on something and, and and bumped into Bob Dylan and Neil Young, and he said, "All right, Bob, cheer up a bit." And Bob just gave him a, a withering look and, and Simon sort of slowly slunk away so I don't think he I mean he has contempt for his fans we know that by the shows that he puts on but I don't think he would right. necessarily go oh. up to them and tell them to F all off right. all right let me give you another one Grace Jones on. people would queue up to be abused by Grace Jones uh okay yeah yeah but but True. that isn't my, that because my of sister the is cabin crew. have I told you that Grace it's the whole thing. I mean, it's part of her persona, isn't it, to be um, terrifying. But um, my sister was cabin crew and she said that Grace Jones came on a flight and she was a nightmare from beginning to end, refused to put her seatbelt on, was insisting people did it for her, was uh, wouldn't put her shoes back on. Insist and she said that my, uh, my sister said that she was like actually growling at people like prop Ooh. like like an animal. <laughs> By the way, Gra Grace Jones's growler, if that if that's not been released as an album, then for God's <laughs> sakes, come on. But she decided she liked my sister and she was purring at her. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but people love those stories because it's Grace Jones doing what Grace Jones should be doing. That's kind of her part of her thing, isn't it? I do think with someone like Barry Manilow or one of the monkeys, you don't, you're not necessarily prepared for that kind of treatment. No, and I, I, you know, there the, are the loads of reasons why Peter Talk may have been like that. Again, it was a, a, a bitterness. It was a very bitter man, as was David Jones, but he was always lovely to his fans. Um, but but mm. uh, yeah, but it was interesting. If anyone here, it's a long shot, guys. I will take calls, but only calls from Barry Manilow fans who have met him and can either back up the story that he's rude to people, or will want to dismiss the story that he is delightful to people. Those are the only calls we will take for the next 30 minutes. People who have actually met Barry Manilow. My God, that's a niche phone-in. We've not had calls for an hour it and a half. Is, but... 
And now I'm, I'm narrowing it down to people that have only met Barry Manlow. 03444991000. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm trying to think who else I've met who's been... Similarly, uh, Diana Ross. You want someone who's been told to call her Miss Ross. I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the legend, isn't it? What would happen if you've been told to call... Well, we know what would happen. She, she will assault you and she'd get, get put in um, the nearest police station cell near to Heathrow. Do you remember that when she got um, done for... Because um, she was claimed she was being frisked too vigorously yeah. at Heathrow. So she, she attacked yeah. the woman, I think it was, the woman that was frisking That's right. her. Yeah, she alleged that she was being assaulted. What Who would knows? happen, though? It, what would happen? Well... The court proved that she probably wasn't. I don't know if it went to court. What would happen, though, if you've been told you have to address her as Miss Ross and you go, all right, mm -hmm. Diana, and she says something and you go, oh, get over yourself, you stuck-up effer. What, 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 I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I've, I've been respectful. We have to go to the news in a minute. I've been respectful to people that I've been told I have to be respectful to because they've come into a radio station for an interview and stuff like that. Uh, Ray Davis yeah. was, was, was one of them. But you do think if, if, if you, you were kind of out and about and you, 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 you know, Diana Ross was, was rude to you and you went, oh, F off, you silly cow. Well, well they couldn't mm -hmm. do anything, could they? No, but I suppose it depends how um, how beholden you are to that person. If they're somehow connected with um, some, if you want them to do something and you know that the yeah. way to get them to do something is to be polite, then what's the harm in it? But okay. if they're going to be rude to you, I don't think there's, there's any... This is the phone-in for the next 30 there. minutes. And for the last half hour, we might do call straight to her, but for the next 30 minutes, I only want to hear from you if you've met Barry Manlow and he was either nice to you or rude to you. Don't want indifference. And if you've ever told Diana Ross to F off. 0344 <laughs> 499 1000, the late night alternative weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yesterday had nothing to say. It's with you that I should 
Sorry, not really. I've got a giant bag of um, uh, drumstick squashies. And um, Ooh, right, I'm a bit nauseous. So. Oh, the late night alternative. Oh, the late night alternative. Weeknights from 10. I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. We've got uh, a, t- a text in from Michelle. Well, maybe um, you can help with this one, Catherine. I think this is probably aimed okay. at you. Hi, it's Michelle. Can you talk about the black race in China? Over to you, Catherine. Sorry, what now? Hi, it's Michelle. Can you talk about the black race in China? Over to you, Catherine. I have no idea what you're on about, Michelle. Are you out of your tiny mind? <laughs> I suggest then, you go to bed. <laughs> but then you can go back to see um, uh, Michelle's other um, <laughs> other, other uh, tweets, <laughs> other texts. Right. Am I bang so, on? Uh, Should she have gone to I, bed quite some time ago? Hi, it's Michelle. Can you talk about the black race in China? The previous uh, text was, hi, it's Michelle. I think it's really fascinating that Carol Vorderman puts her support behind Wales in the rugby. It's really, really great on her behalf. But then the text before that says, hi, it's Michelle. Why does Carol Vorderman's bum make everybody horny? Now, that's a wide (laughs) range (laughs) Of topics. It's not there. a wide range. It's a very pert one. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, Michelle. <laughs> I don't think Twitter's for you. Oh, dear. No, she's Stop. actually texted in. She's actually uh, uh, oh, texted in. Don't text. Don't text. Make turn money. your phone off. And <clears throat> turn your phone off and go and have a little sleep. Um, Sam, fun. you can take that phone call. We're, we're only for the next 30 minutes. I only want to hear from you if you've told Diana Ross to F off or if you've met Barry yeah. Manlow. That's it. That's all I want. Anything else? Not interested. Not interested in in the slightest. O three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you would like to give us a call about those two very very specific, very niche topics, we were talking earlier, Catherine, about um. Uh, how some programs are being done from home. I watched the news the other day, um, simply because the, the, yeah. the, the boy's mum was on there. So we watched a bit of the news. And the it, it was, a, I don't know if that it's all being done like this. I think they're doing some of the presenting from the, the studio. But, but it seemed that from the bit I saw, it seemed to be the main presenter was doing that from home as well, which I thought was very, okay. very uh, peculiar. And we know that they did Have I Got News From You uh from um home there was a reason i was talking about this hang on hang on bear with me bear with me um i was the tv that what was i i was building up to a uh something hang on hang on one second god i'm getting so this is what i used to be like all the time hang on a second oh hang on a second i just need to um let me play some thinking music i'm getting further and further away from what it was i was what my original point was hang on Uh, new episode of um the tiger king has dropped today right and 
it, I watched five minutes and went, nah, never watching this. It looks rubbish. So it's what it is. It's uh, hosted by Joe, Joel McHale, uh, who I quite like. Yeah, I've heard I, I bad quite things. like it. Mm-hmm. I, I quite like him as a as a presenter and as a comedian, and I I, I like his his style, his his brash, you know, style. Um, but what it is, it's it's not like an extra documentary episode. It's all of the main players, apart from yeah. um, Joe Exotic, I think, um, talking about because he's banged up. What, he's banged up, talking about their lives since the documentary. Uh, but of course, they filmed it during lockdown so it's all done on skype and what they what looks like mobile phones and i watched five minutes of it mm. and it, you think we've got a delay here man alive the delay between joel McHale and the first guest and you think well you could have you could have got rid of that in editing right you could have d- d- joel's good enough to to be told you know once there's there's going to be a delay so just say just say the que- get to the end of the question then be quiet um, and it, don't worry if there's any big gaps. We can tighten it up in the edit. We'll make it look like it's a normal conversation. And they didn't. And it looks yeah. flipping awful. Um, hey, George. And I thought, I'm not watching this. Five minutes, gone. Not watching that rubbish. I'm not sure there's any need for it. Here's the thing. Um, I'm watching it again at the moment. And Why? I am thinking that, well, because someone in my house, my husband hadn't seen it. So it's, it's on again, and quite frankly, okay. as opposed to the other crap that could be being watched, he's got obsessed with um, things about uh, cars getting done up. Oh, okay, um, pimp, pimp, pimp my ride. And pimp my ride. There's like various things. Blokes that have all got the same haircut, like sort of hipster haircuts, doing yeah. um, cars up, and then there are like spin-offs and stuff. So anything that's not got cars in, I'm in. Okay. Um, but uh, watching it again and knowing where no. it's going. No. Um, is it funny? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. No. Yeah, it's funny. No, no I don't think it's it funny. is. It's funny. Yes, I she murdered her is. husband. Yes, he was going to kill her. Okay. All right. Put the two, put the murder and the attempted murder and the sexual corruption of his three two husband two young significantly younger husbands and his younger lover yeah. put those things to one side right put those things to one side put and the all those women the in the place put the women yeah, to, put the, the women to that... the, the, yeah put those to one side put the animal the cruelty to the animals to one side put all of that to one side yes it's very very yeah. funny once you take that out of it it's very funny okay paul has um, tweeted is there anything left uh, Paul, uh, um, a lot of mullets. Paul has tweeted, my mate Steve at university once told me he met Barry Manilow on the circle line. All right, Barry, he asked. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? All right. Now, I, I, I believe this story. Listen, we'll see, you see where it goes. I don't. All, all right, Barry, he asked. I'm not effing Barry, came the reply. And he journey, journeyed in silence after that. Titting hell, he thought to himself. That wasn't Manilo, that was Rod Stewart. I believe that, because Rod Stewart gets the tube. <laughs> I believe that. Does it? I believe that. Yeah, Rod Stewart gets the tube all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was going off to, um, was it the Brits recently? And he went on the tube. He gets the tube all the time. Wow, man of the people. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Wake up, <laughs> ma- wake up, Maggie. Come oh. on, someone to say it. Oh, he gets the train. Yes, of course the he, midnight train. he goes to oh, downtown train tonight. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on the downtown train. Yes, you'll see me tonight on the downtown train, and I will not be Barry Manilow. Mm, I here's the here's the great thing about someone like Rod Stewart. If you're a crap singer when you're younger, you it doesn't matter about yeah. getting old. Oh, is he crap? Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible singer. But I said it, it, I enjoy listening to it. But it's a terrible I singer. I like Baby Jane. Am I allowed? You can like whatever. You, hey, Catherine, you can like whatever you you want to like. This isn't some. I'm not R uh, Roberto Peroni. I'm not going to bully you into saying you you like this. You don't like that. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> No, you're not him. You're listening to me, um, rather read the yeah. script. But um, yeah, he's a uh, he's an interesting character, isn't he, old R Roderick Stewart? I always thought when he's... I was a kid, I thought he was Scottish. I was very surprised when he was a Cockney. He pretends to be Scottish, um, and he wears tartan and he mm. supports Celtic, but he's he's from London. Um, but him and his son are uh, they, they they beat up a bouncer, didn't they? There was a fracas, wasn't there? I don't know what has was that, found at the end of that. But uh, has that gone? Th I wonder if that's gone. Know. That was going to go to to the courts. But I like Rod. Of course, I like Rod Stewart. He's a sir. He um, phoned up Jeremy Vine once when Jeremy Vine was taking the pee out of his train set. Did you see? Did you see that? Yeah, I also like the fact that he's got an ongoing friendly feud with Elton John, um, whereby uh, Elton John, what was it? Elton John. Uh, outsells him and he gets pissed off about it. Didn't he shoot down Elton John's blimp? <laughs> Whoa! That was in Elton John's autobiography. It was great. Wow. They call each other by women's names. They've got a friendly yeah. rivalry. No, they're great mates. It's it's fun. I'm good. Friends I like with, Elton John. Uh, Elton I would John. let Elton John be rude to me. I think. I was at um uh, uh when I worked at Absolute Radio. I was at a concert. The, uh, in the, um, the Union Chapel, really small little venue in London, lovely little venue, mm -hmm. and Elton John was doing something for Absolute Radio. I don't quite know what the deal was, but he was do he was doing a gig for, and so everyone from Absolute was there, and it, like loads of competition winners and stuff like that. And I remember saying to my boss, "Well, well how long is the gig going to be? Because I need to get back for the show." And they said, "Well, it depends. If Elton's in a good mood, it could be an hour. If Elton's in a bad mood, it'll be two songs." And he ended up doing quite long, I think. It was just him and the piano, and it was, it was incredible. But um, it started about 45 minutes late because apparently he was, you know, yeah. upset about, uh, I don't know, the toilet paper was hanging with the, the, the flappy bit at the back instead of the front or something, something. And he was kicking off. I, I just I just think, I'll just tell him to F off. Just, just say, mate, are you going to do this or not? Because if you're not, I will go downstairs now and I will stand on the stage and I'll tell everyone you're being a tit, right? Or, or <laughs> you could go and do your job. It's up to you. What, what, what is it going to be? What is it going to be? And I do think, and listen, you know, I, I had a, you know, a, a fleeting career in television, two fleeting careers in television. And even on that small scale, I had people around me that would protect me and would, you know, would blow smoke up my ass. And, you know, you could see on that small scale, if it was magnified and if more drugs were involved, how easy it would be to become an absolute, you know, monster. And someone just needs to yeah. go, right, listen, not being funny, 
there's 500 people downstairs they're waiting for you you're 45 minutes late are you going to go and do your job or do i have to go down there and tell them you're acting like a nine-year-old which is it going to be because i don't mind i don't i'll go and tell them i don't mind but you're going to look stupid which which would you prefer yeah and i just pull, pull I them get up the impression yeah, I get the impression with him that David does that for him and Bernie Taupin was always in that position to do that for him. But uh, his most drug addled, no one could have saved him from himself. Oh, uh, the no drug addled, yeah. But now he's, he's he's been sober for a very long time and he's a, he's a dad, you know. Come on, yes. man. Come on, stop being a knob. Um, uh, no, we won't take any phone calls yet. We, we, we might do some calls straight to air for the last half an hour. Um, uh, but we will take your calls if you've ever uh, met Barry Manilow or told Diana Ross to F off. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. The late night alternative weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on talk radio. Um, Boyley, what have you got for us? I've had something uh, since last week that I've been meaning to bring up, but I didn't know what was the time to do it, but I'm going to do it now. Do it. Um, uh, this is from the New York Post, who, as you know, has a certain um, writing style that I don't think you can get in this country, even though mm, we do have some copies that write for the They're right in Red American. Talks. Yeah. You're an American newspaper. Okay, so I'm yeah, going to yeah, read it wipe in my, New, wipe my New York, ass. if that's okay. Goddamn New York Post. I wipe my ass with that piece of trash. I don't read that piece of trash. I go to the john and take a dump, wow. and I wipe my ass with the, uh, my ass with that trash. Then I go out, and I go out to uh, Mitzi's, and I have a schnitzel and wiener. Wow, it's um, crazy that you've got that close. You, you're some kind of psychic um, because this is totally about toilets and, and okay. backsides. So I knew it would be coming from you. You're um, a coprophile. Oh, I'm not a coprophile. I'm, um, I'm not coprophobic. Let's put it that way. Okay. Cars aren't the only thing with rear detection technology anymore. Stanford researchers are working on a smart toilet that can identify the user's butt to help determine their health and prospective poopers are clamoring to pop a squat. You know what? I don't even know. I can't. I'm struggling to understand anything you're saying. A pop a squat. Clamoring to pop a squat. Whoa, warmer you're about to do that. Yeah. I had a mouthful of decaf cough then, Kath. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point is to provide precise individualized health feedback so we needed to make sure the toilet could discern between users says project leader sanjeev sam gambia md phd in a press release yeah. The smart seat was first described in an article this week in the journal nature by a medical engineering yeah or nbe in yeah. accordance with the state-of-the-art toilet bowl is outfitted with a scanner that reads users' derrieres in what the press release dubs the polar opposite of facial recognition technology. Mm. The levers also equipped with fingerprint scanners, however, as Gambia points out, these are fallible because a different user could flush the toilet. Oh my god, in my house it's always me flushing. What? As it turns out, your anal print is unique, says the proud oh, holder God. of the Virginia and D.K. Ludwig Professorship for Clinical Investigation in Cancer Research. To further protect the pooper's privacy, the oh. data will be stored on a cloud when... A Ooh. brown cloud. Brown cloud, thank you, yes. Where no one, not you or your doctor, will see the scan, says Gambia. 
Although the press release notes that to fully reap the benefits of the smart toilet, users must make their peace with a camera that scans their anus. <laughs> camera that scans their anus. I didn't think I'd be saying when I woke up this morning. <laughs> oh, jeez. Camera that scans their anus. Oh, I mean, the New York Post really has outdone itself. Here we go. Camera Gambia is not just inventing anus. a Patuti identifying party for the fun of it, though. Patuti identifying party. The toilet is fitted with technology that can detect a range of disease markers in stool and urine, including those of some cancers, such as colorectal or urological cancers, per the press release. The data is then matched to the specific user via the rump recognizing <clears throat> technology, says Gambia. I bet oh. he didn't use the term rump recognizing technology. No, this is going to, here's the problem with this. This is going to put people, Mm -hmm. this is going to put people like Jackie Stallone out of work. All right, this is going to kill her career. You're talking about a ridge of buttocks. When you do an impression like her and then you say that, it sounds like bollocks, not buttocks. So be very, very careful, Catherine, please. (laughs) Buttocks. Bend over, let me reach your buttocks. I'll show you the future. It doesn't sound like buttocks when you say it like that. (laughs) I I told you the time when um, my eldest was very little. (laughs) I told you this, didn't I? And I was wearing a dress and I bent over and I think it had split. And my daughter said, Mummy, I can see your buttocks. Oh, wow. I hope you gave her a, a sound thrashing anyway. after that. <laughs> Very low that day. Um, <clears throat> okay, so uh, who, who am I now? Oh, yeah. The smart toilet also comes with urinalysis strip that can help identify 10 different dis- disease-signifying biomarkers. Despite all the doohickeys, the cutting-edge crapper will be fairly easy to install. And doohickeys. <laughs> It's, it's sort of power. like buying a B-Day add-on that could be mounted right into your existing toilet, says Gambier, who envisions yes. his invention becoming a fixture in home bathrooms. 21 subjects have already tested a smart drone, and the research team surveyed another 300 prospective toilet users, of which 52% said they were at least somewhat comfortable with the idea. Of course, Gambier admits the smart toilet is no substitute for diagnosis by a doctor, adding that data protection will be of paramount importance moving forward. While it's still early days, a cancer research, uh, researcher maintains that the smart toilet is the perfect way to harness a source of data that is typically ignored and the user doesn't have to do anything different. Wow, really. He adds, everyone uses the bathroom, there's really no avoiding it, and that enhances its value as a disease-detecting device. The smart party isn't the only state-of-the-art toilet tech on the horizon. In November, the University of Pennsylvania researchers devised a swanky Teflon John that prevents poop from sticking to the bowl. And this, my friends, is what humanity was concentrating on before this whole COVID thing took off. Oh, COVID thing! Um, mm-hmm. what was that noise? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was, was me that agreeing noise? with you so. in a sassy fashion. Um, we've gone uh, an hour and uh, nearly an hour and three quarters without calls, and I think that's great. So what we're going to do now is Catherine and I will continue 
to chat. But we will take calls straight to air. Sam, I'm going to need a little bit of help there. I'll, I'll, I'll whack the calls through, but you're going to need to hover over the dump button. Thank you very much, Catherine. That refers back to your last story. Um, and do faders rude. and what... Very rude indeed. And what have you. When I give out the phone number, that means I'm done with that call. I put their fader down. If you want to call up straight to air... Bank Holiday Monday, you'd be very, very welcome. 03444991000. is the telephone number. Don't swear, don't be libelous. We will not call you back at this part of the show. There is a seven second delay, so um, if you say anything that we don't want you to say, um, then. Uh, sorry, those squishies are repeating on me. What? Gosh. I know. The thing is, you've got to stop Whole eating packet. them, but you can't. I can't. They're not even Gosh. very nice, actually. There's only about 12 no, left. So no, no. Once you get over the initial... Yeah. Okay. Um, so, we'll take your call straight to air. Uh, let's have a quick break. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, very exciting news, Catherine. I have treated myself to... Um, some stuff. It's not things. It's stuff. I bought a modded Dreamcast games console that outputs in HDMI. Um, but more importantly than yeah. that is that the disk drive has been replaced by um, a card toaster. reader. A card reader. And oh. I've bought a memory card from a website called Etsy that has got every single Dreamcast game ever released and some that weren't released on it. So I now have sat at the foot of my television uh, a Dreamcast and every single game and some that weren't released uh, uh, at my uh, thing. And I set it up yesterday. It was one of the few things I did yesterday. And I set it up. And I got it working, and I was thrilled, and it was a bit of a problem, and I had to get in touch with the guy that sold it to me, and said, oh, it's not working. He said, oh, you, you, it may, this may have come loose in the post. You've got to press this in and click this, and it should do it. And it did it. And I sat there, and I was presented with about 380 games. And there were so many games that I was overwhelmed, and I turned it off. So that was a big old waste of money it's not a waste of money i'm gonna play it i'm gonna look forward to playing it but i just i i, I couldn't just dive in willy-nilly i haven't even got yeah. the um it's not energy it's i don't know what it is let's call it drive for for the, the, the sake of something i haven't even got the drive to sit down and play a video game that seems like too much of a commitment oh. to make no, I, I completely get it. I have found myself in the last few days choosing a film and in oh. the time it's taken me to go and get the film and take it out of its box, I've gone, nah, do you know what? I can't be bothered. Yeah. Uh, that's a, again, it's an it's a really common phenomenon dun, 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 but th th that people are struggling to focus mm -hmm. and do things. The last say the last two books I've read, one about it's like a, it's like a list book about Paul McCartney. So it's lists, you know, uh, and one this this badly written Manila biography. They were easy to read because one was written badly and didn't go into much detail, and one was was lists. And um, we might get the guy that did the McCartney list book on the show. So it's a decent little book, but 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 to sit to sit down and go right i'm going to read something that is well written yeah. and is detailed and requires thought i couldn't do it it's it's that thing of seeing yourself still being interested in doing this thing whatever it is that you're choosing to do in five ten minutes time and i at this point i can't i can't because when i've got time to do it maybe i should be doing something else that's more important but 
but I'm overwhelmed by all that stuff. So in the end, I end up doing nothing. And and the worst thing is I'm sitting on my phone, I'm flicking through the online papers and none of it is giving me any kind of reassurance or making me feel like, okay, now I feel better. I'm not going to feel better. And I know it before I begin. But it I just seems easier to do that than to actually commit to doing something else. I haven't looked oh. at any of the papers before. Before we oh, did this, I had a quick look at the mail website, and it's all it's all this, and it's all depressing. This, uh, the, 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 I don't watch the news, I don't read the papers. I must see if I can pop out tomorrow and get some milk and the sport. Um, uh, yeah. But the most news I see is when is on Twitter. As I look at Twitter and I, I click on the um, for you section. Um, you know, I click on and it says for you, and it's it that's where the coronavirus stuff is, along with hashtag ChuckleVision, um, uh, Trump press conference, uh, Kingsman was very lowbrow and stuff like that. And that's kind of all I'm taking in. And as soon as I start seeing numbers, I just think, oh god, no, because you know, anyway, you know, you know, you know, oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We probably won't get uh, many calls now because it's bank holiday. You, you tend not to get very many calls anyway, even though it's a strange bank holiday. Um, because we haven't taken calls for, for coming up to two hours, and that's that was our choice, and, and I stand yeah. by that. Um, and, you know, but people, it turns out people like hearing us chat. But we will get, if we do get calls, I will um, click on them and I will say something along the lines of, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line one. Hi, it's hi, Ian and Kath. Hi, it's Daniel calling. How are you doing? Hello, hello Daniel. What you got for hello, us? Hello, Daniel. Um, I, I read books. Um, Show off. I read books, but um, often pick them up from charity places and stuff like that. And it surprised me that some books I read end up being films. And um, I don't pick up a book that's already been a film, if you know what I mean. But it's just like, by chance, oh, I've read that. And, now to, and then in the future, oh, they've, they've now made a film about it. Um, so a book I picked up recently um, yes. was <clears throat> The Book Thief. Well, I say recently, many years ago, actually. So the Did book you steal thief, it? I don't know if you, uh, No, no, I got it from a market and uh, I read okay. it. Did you, and I thought, I really love that book. And about six years later, it got made into a film and uh, I ended up taking my daughter to see it. It was a very good book was, about Germany. It was a Kate Winslet film, World War. Yeah. I, I think, well, I, can't, I can't remember if he was in it, but I remember it was about Germany in the Second World War from a girl. Hang on, are you, are you suggesting, Dan, that you have a special gift whereby <laughs> when you buy books several years later a significant percentage of the books that you read are turned into movies it would seem that way but i think it's just wow. <laughs> oh so, another one uh, two others that i've well one other that i've read was the a series of unfortunate events um i saw it in a bookshop and on the blurb on the back of the book, it said, if you like stories with happy beginnings, adventures, and, and happy endings, put this book back. Oh. Uh, how strange. And then, it, uh, so I bought the books, because there's lots of books uh, of that. Mm. And then later on, it got made into a film with Jim Carrey. Yes. Lemony Snicket. So uh, a book I've just read recently, which I can't say goes all the way on this, is a book I got from uh, in in the in the uh, super supermarkets. They have like a, a corner okay, where you can swap book books. corner. And okay, I swap books. Up this book, yeah. I picked up this book called "The Woman on the Train," 
um, and I've read it. It was a really good book. And I was at a service station just uh, an hour or so ago, and I saw in their brand new books the woman on the train as a, um, you know, a story on a CD-ROM or whatever, a talking CD-ROM? What is this, 1996? An audio book. Yes, a media book, yes. Hang on. Are you telling us, Dan, that the woman on a train is going to become a movie? Is this your big prediction? I'll be surprised. You know what? <laughs> it was a very good book. So, you know, gosh, it could be. Dan, thank you, you know? very much indeed. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Catherine, I don't know if you've got Dan Wooten's uh, details. If you have, have them cleaned and burned. But before you do, send on that information from uh, from our Dan to uh, from that Dan to our Dan. That woman on a train is going to be a movie. Mm. Okay. Exciting times. Okay. Uh, line. Line. Two, you're on the wireless. Good evening. Good evening, line two. I hope you're both as well as you can be. Um, ah, you know. I'm going, you know that I'm mad already, Ian, and uh, this yeah. last weekend I've been going madder. I've, I've not slept one iota. Oh, mate. So I've been napping, napping during the day and all the rest of it. But I'm ringing in about TV. Um, I'm sick of Netflix at the moment, and I'm sick of Prime. Yeah. So I've gone to Walter Presents. I don't know if you've oh. seen any of the stuff on there. Cass? I've um, seen it on all four. They've, there's a lot of Walter, yeah. and I was thinking, who's this Walter, and why is he getting involved? I know. It's <laughs> I don't understand. He presents some of the programmes before you start watching the, the episodes, but uh. actually I don't know why there was any need for that. But I found a, a show that you both may like. It's called The Swingers. Watch that. And it's about <laughs> Did we watch it, or am I thinking... It, is this the one where they, they go... Oh, no, we, we watched one about dogging, didn't we, Catherine? Yeah, we did. Secret... secret yeah. Was it a Secret Life of Doggers or something? Yeah. I don't like it. Can we go home now, please? But this is what dogging is. Ah! <laughs> 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 He's not comfortable. <laughs> no, this is a, it, it is a, it is a sort of crime thing that's mixed in with uh, sex and violence. Um, probably not one for the kids. So after you, after they've gone to bed, um, I've watched one episode and I think it's got promise. And also, if it is likable, there's forty episodes to draw through. Oh God! Good grief. So and it's on commit. subtitles. I'm not sure. You don't like subtitles, Ian. I think you said before. Why does it? You, this is the second. You're the second person to pull me up on that. I love subtitles. What, what is this? I don't like. Of course, I like he subtitles. He loves oh, reading I films. You said once. Yes. Oh well, uh, but try it out then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. Is it English or American? No, it's uh, it's Belgium. And they speak Dutch, but uh, there's English subtitles. Mate, they, they don't. Do they? Or they <laughs> speak Flemish? Don't, don't want to break it to you. I said they don't speak Dutch in Belgium. They speak Dutch in Daneland. So um, you've 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 screwed up. Well, I don't there, know what language. I probably did. But, foreign. Um, anyway, foreign. They speak foreign. Uh, foreign. Yes. But uh, you know, um, 
but anyway, God, it's so crazy. I haven't got the I haven't got the what focus. The, I tell you what, the few, few things I've been watching. I've been watching, as I say, uh, a, a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine because it's it's okay, and they're twenty one yeah. minutes forty three seconds long. So you can you can do an episode and it's fine. I've also been watching on the All Four website. Uh, Tim and Eric's bedtime stories because they're about 12 minutes but oh, here's my recommendation guys the first episode is free it's on the Adult Swim website it's Tim and Eric and it's their sitcom and it's called Beef House and it is yeah. if you like Tim and Eric it is ridiculous it's stupid it is dumb it's really dumb and it's so funny so what's your music like well it's kind of you know like the Beach Boys you know in the uh, Kokomo era and it's just it's so dumb and it's it's wonderful so uh, Beef House is my recommendation oh. to the nation Alistair thank you 03444991000 we'll be back in a minute this is Talk Radio <laughs> Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hey, we're nearly done, Boyley. We staggered through um, uh, the show tonight. I miss hanging out with you. This is, you're my best mate, you know, and um, I, mi- I miss you. Yeah, and we've been quiet this weekend, haven't we? We've not really been our usual um, Bantasaurus Rex types. I think we've both um, been struggling a bit the last few days, really, which is okay. That, yeah. that, that happens, but just uh, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah, well, don't. My paints are going to come. I'm going to. I hope my paints are going to come, and I'm going to go to the supermarket at some point, and I'm really <gasps> looking forward to that. No. I, have, I have found. Yeah, I have found that my mood is also boosted by the, you know, having done that and made sure that everyone's going to be able to eat and we've got nice things in the fridge. That makes a difference. I start to get a little bit low as the uh, supplies diminish. But yeah, I'm going to have to go in. I'm got, I've got. By the I've got a click and collect on Friday. Um, uh, I've got the boys coming Thursday for Thursday Friday, and I've got some pizzas and ready meals. Uh, for them i'm going to think i'm i'm not, I'm not low the freezer is well stocked but the stuff i've got is crap um so i'll get some fresh vegetables uh, on the click and collect um and, but uh, I, I think i can do this whole thing without going inside a supermarket i think i can uh, that's that's my that's my aim is to not go inside a supermarket i don't i don't want to know what it's like in there it's an eerie experience but actually, at the time I go, I think everyone's already been. That's the thing. Everyone's off work, so no one's leaving it till the time when I go. Hey, we've got um, something. Oh, oh, 0344-499-1000, by the way. Call straight to air before Daryl comes on in about 15 minutes. We've got something to look forward to next year. And this is actually, this is, um, this is brilliant. Uh, we have, There is something. We're, we're, well, uh, uh, there is going to be a big wedding next year um uh, princess beatrice said that she's going to have a really big wedding in 2021 to lift the spirits of the nation so that is something really really nice to look forward to isn't it well it is if your name is beatrice but um i'm not sure mm, i'm oh. not sure mm. the time is i don't know next i think it might be too big... soon Big royal wedding, big big is it, old is dad royal going? wedding. Um, uh, he's looking after the crash. Um, it's a big old royal wedding to raise no. our spirit. 
it's what we need. It's, it's not it's really, is it? I mean, very nice for them, and I don't want to raid on their parade or anything like that, but I also don't really want to witness it. It's what we need. It's exactly what we're after. Um, and this will cheer us up no end, Catherine. And my God, people like you, scumbags like me. Why don't you go and live in communist Russia? Why don't you, why don't you go and live in Wuhan if you're so anti, uh, if you're so anti um, what Princess Beatrice and what a royal wedding will do for this country? Why don't you go and, um, why don't you go and lie down with, uh, with Putin? Because I'm going to be there at this wedding. I'm, wait- I'm not finished. I'm not finished. You- now, England is talking now i will be there i will be cheering on princess beatrice and her to be her, her husband to be then it will be her husband i will be there i'm talking to- well you keep cutting out because you shout to wuhan and have it off with a bat oh you go and do that because i wow okay is everyone else getting this I would, can you be quiet, please? I'm doing this, all right? I'm talking now. This is the, the common man is talking now. The, the man on the Clapham Omnibus is talking now. Britain. Great Britain is talking now. Great Britain. <laughs> we'll be cheering on Princess Beatrice. The royal family. They're better than you will ever be, Boyle. They're be- even Princess Beatrice is better than you will ever be. And even you had to, this is typical of talk radio, you had to um, ruin what was a beautiful, even my speech then, and it was a speech, even that would have made people feel happier and feel better and you had to ruin it. You had to ruin it. Happy now? Um, I'm very chuffed for anyone who's in love. I don't necessarily know that we need to stand by and watch people who were very rich have a great party that we're not invited to, especially at a time of quite oh, severe God. economic hardship. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, communist. All right, um, um, uh, Gorbachev. All right, why, why don't you go back? You're the red mark on you're on Gorbachev's head. You are. We go back. Uh, to the snow mines of uh, Lenin. Uh, I'll talk. To, I'll carry on talking to my callers who are a, a proud British. Line two. You're proud British. What do you want to make those eyes at me for? Go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. No, 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 no. no. It's not proud British. He's um, an ashamed drunk. Um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to line one. You're on the wireless line one. Okay, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. What was that disgusting? Trying to do a serious royal very lowbrow update, very lowbrow, which I don't have a problem with. Uh, actually, I'm I'm a big fan of lowbrow. I don't know why anyone would would think that I had um, a problem with that. I'm still making myself laugh with the "What you doing tomorrow?" question. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what I'm doing. I'm going to wake up at eight as I have been. 
I'm going to lie in bed until I can't lie in bed no more. I'm going to come down, feed the cats, make a cup of coffee, go back up to bed, probably fall asleep for a couple of hours. Then I'm going to get up. I'm going to lie on the sofa and I'm going to think I should really be doing something. I'll have a doze on the sofa. I'll get up. I'll watch five minutes of David Babcock's Twitch stream. Then I think, oh, I'm going to go back to bed again. Then I will go to bed and I'll, I'll lie, go to sleep and I'll wake up at about seven and then I'll have an Easter egg for my dinner again. That's my sad life. It sounds like a pretty sweet life. You know, um, our dreams at the moment are the only places where we're free. I, I can't blame you if you wanted to go there. Um, everyone's having weird, weird old dreams, though. Everybody's having uh, weird dreams. And I reckon people, they're saying well, it's anxiety and it's lack of routine and it's fear. I don't think it's that. I think it's the coronavirus is um, and the 5G uh, I don't think coronavirus is caused by 5G, but I think 5G is magnifying the coronavirus and mutating it. And that's what's giving us uh, the dreams. And I think if someone, if only someone would stop listening to the MSM and do some real evidence, I think you will find that all of our dreams are linking up because of the 5G that we're now is now invading our bloodstreams and giving us all blood cancer. Um, but we're connected on the internet of our dreams. And uh, that's a, that's probably a fact and the, the the mainstream media won't cover it it takes brave it takes brave um souls on the fringes of journalism uh, like eamon holmes to bring this kind of story to light if only eamon had a huge mainstream media uh, 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 mouthpiece then it, and we get the truth but we just don't get the truth no he's never going to be part of the msm never no 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 um but let's uh, hover over that button please sam let's go to line one line one you're on the wireless I love you, baby, boy. To you, I love you, baby, and the phrase. Okay, you, thank man. you very much indeed. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. What a time for my uh, team viewer to go. Do you want team viewer, Kath? What would it achieve? It means you can see phone box. All right. Oh, it's a bit late now. Was it not an offer? Was it not an offer? Well, you just... well, no, not not now because I don't know how you set. I don't know what your your log. You'd need a login. You right. Here's your project. Right. Here's your project tomorrow, young lady. Um, and if you need any help, I think your husband is 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 working from home at the moment, so I'm sure he can give you a little bit of help. Um, you need. No, I'm sure you can manage most of it yourself. You need to download an uh, a little program, little computer program. Um, it's on. It'll be online. Be on the internet. It's called Team viewer team viewer yeah, you need it. to download that sorry yeah i've done it okay um well you haven't because your internet's crap uh and if you download that and then you need to uh, then sam can come on the microphone now and tell you how it works because i have forgotten um i'll give you a username and password and you can log in thanks sam i appreciate that that's that sense. And notice it's two guys helping you there. Two guys. Two guys. Two guys are helping you. Two guys, man. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm making love to two guys. Um, let's go to. It's, it's, um, it's quite weird having phone box on your, your computer. Let's go to line one. You are on the wireless. 
you. I found the love for me. Darling, just dive right in and follow my lead. Well, I found the girl. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, store. <laughs> Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone. I didn't hear any of that. Um, didn't hear any of that. We should do more of these little straight to airs in the last half hour of the show because, 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 because it's a real um, outlet for the frustration and the confusion and the fear and all of those things that we're all feeling now that cannot be exp- and I'm being serious here, that cannot be expressed in words I, I, I feel lousy right but I couldn't I, 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 I couldn't put it into words how exactly I'm feeling I had a session with my therapist today and I, I just really couldn't describe I, I've been doing this stuff for years I could not describe how I was feeling or why I was feeling this way and so sometimes phoning up and uh, making noises or playing a silly bit of music down the phone or you know saying some random words whatever or phoning up and having an argument sometimes that's it, it, not so, that feels to me like the perfect outlet for this confusion. And I suspect, I certainly would recommend that in 50 years, 100 years time, when school children are studying coronavirus and, and scientists are and governments are looking at it and lessons that can be learned, instead of listening to Julia's show or to LBC or Five Live or any of those things, they should listen to our straight to air sections because that is giving a much more naked and honest view mm. of how people are feeling more so than a news show yeah i think you're right it gives more of an impression of the uh the psyche the yeah. unguarded psyche mm. because those news programs are only ever i mean Obviously, they have some fantastic callers and the content is wonderful, but you're only ever going to get one kind of caller, really, aren't you? Yeah, bell cheese. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, someone who's prepared to hold forth, someone who is so <laughs> uh, is convinced enough of their position that they feel obliged to share it with the class, you know, that kid. When actually um, what you they're... want is to hear what they're whispering about the back. I, uh, it's really interesting to note the rise in the conspiracy theorists, and, and, and that's because for the last 10 years or so, the phone-in radio has indulged them too much and given them too much credence, uh, and, and giving people like Katie Hopkins and, and, and people like that shows uh, uh, that has, 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 you know, has, has amplified them, and Twitter has amplified them. So it's interesting to hear the rise of them, but also the, the, the rise in, in, in racism towards the Chinese. The Chinese are now the bad guys. And I had a great call <clears throat> uh, at the weekend. Jim Davis on Five Live, BBC London, Five Live. Mm. I like Jim a lot. He's a really nice guy, and I think he's a really good broadcaster, and I think he's perfect. Um, <clears throat> you know, nice and gentle and, and calming and reassuring. I think he's perfect for, for, for what we're going through now. And it was an old woman phoning up, 70s or 80s. And I can't really remember what her point was. 
it's but the it was something along the lines of the government are allowing people to die and she said and i bet if you take those masks off those some of those doctors and nurses i bet you'll find chinese people under there <gasps> and jim and jim went I'm, I'm so sorry sorry what what was the relevance of that and then she she just ignored him he asked her two or three times and she ignored him and went on but the the the, the relevance being she thinks that the chinese are killing people and that the doctors and yeah. nurses are deliberately killing people to get the population down. I think that was the the thrust of her argument. You'll, if you remove some of the, those masks, you'll find Chinese people under there. Uh, let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Probably the last call for us tonight. <laughs> okay. Last time, uh, it wants to be a millionaire. Got ten wildly contestants. <laughs> and they are. That's the way it is with ten and four. I'm Howard Hughes. Okay. So, uh, do you know what? Um, actually, let's take. Well, I think I'll we have can to explain what the impression was. <laughs> I thought it was, it was Chris Tarrant, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Let's last. This is the last call of the night. So we've only got thirty-five seconds. Line two. You're the last call of the show. Make it a great one. The thing goes and you done now. Big shot. Yo, yeah, yeah. Alright. Fire, fire, fire in the booth. You get me? Man's not hot. I said, man's not hot. I said, a man's not hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, Good night, man's not Good hot. Good night, everybody. Daryl's up next. Talk radio.